0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. But another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. The world-famous, internationally known, world-famous Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this-ish. The king of kings, the king of content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the Notorious One.
1: And that's new, you. New, new, new,
0: new A.K.A. World Mr. Order. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy, EWF, CGAC God Allah, the Black Moses, the best entertainment in the world, in the sphere, and also the whole effing show and none other than Mr. Undebatable. Yours truly, Sea God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, man. Too many names to uh, Coachavelli. All right, Coachavelli in the building. Coachavelli in the building. We got a great show for you today. Today is Blue Chip Mindset Wednesday.
2: I'm red, man.
0: Today I muted myself. Today is Blue Chip Mindset Wednesday. <laughs> it's today where we get our mind on our money and our money on our mind we normally have the regular show we got the regular show schedule. we still got doom and gloom CG8. we still got straggle and sniggle theater and we're gonna sprinkle some blue chips in between those legs for the ladies and in between your earlobes for the men yeah men tend to be hard-headed men tend to not invest in themselves men tend to not take notes men tend to do things that prohibit themselves from inheriting these blue chips. (laughs) Matter of fact, men think men think I'm going to just sit here and give them a three hour and 30 minute motivational speech. And they didn't chip in. (laughs) Well, listen, we do that on Sundays, and I invite all of you to join us on Sundays with the Money Mindset on Patreon.com, backslash Coach Reg Adams. If you want some blue chips, you're going to have to chip in. I'm However, we'll give you some freebies along the way on what I call some free blue chip moments. I'll give you a little bit. Uh, yeah, we give you a little bit, and we're going to do that throughout the stream. We're also going to listen to Dave Chappelle tell us, so you want to be a husband. We're going to talk about that and much, much more. But do me a favor as you enter into this live stream with the greatest, greatest hostess or with the mostest, the whole effing show standing right here. And the best entertainment on YouTube. Do me a favor. Hit the like button for the broke ninjas. Yes, indeed. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're gonna get into it, man. What a great show that we have lined up. But do me a favor to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And we're back up this morning on the Notorious, new, 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 new world the Notorious CGA channel, and you can super chat over there. And by the way, Rosalinda is coming over today. Rosalinda and her crew, they're coming over. <laughs> Not that they're Latina or anything like that, but they're coming over to clean my house. All right, listen, it is what it is. Uh, We got to help out how we can in our economy, and I pass on these earnings to Rosalinda and her crew. Indeed. Shout out to the brokies in the building, Andrew Tate's brokies. All right, Andrew Tate used to call you brokies. All right, shout out to Andrew and the brokies. All right, uh... Yes, it's going to be cleanup time. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. Hey, man, listen, we're going to be on like Donkey Kong in a building. Hey, man, it's cheaper than a wife. You know what I mean? And, and, and five-figure problems is our stream today because a lot of you five-figure ninjas want to be six-figure ninjas. And you think your five-figure solutions – are gonna go away and your five-figure problems are gonna go away because you make six figures or you wanna take your five-figure life into six-figure life like you want a wife and I want you to do chores and clean up clean up clean up no nah, man man, man, man. Mm. we don't have wives to clean up we don't have wives to clean up around here I'm not going to get a wife just to clean up alright that's what I got Rosalinda for you know what I mean like I don't need a relationship so a woman can stay here and clean I just let Rosalinda do it, right? And Rosalinda gets paid, and it's cheaper than having a girlfriend. It's cheaper than having a wife, all right? But five-figure ninjas always want their girlfriend and wife to clean up for some reason. What world are you living in? What world are you living in? Five-figure problem ninjas. We gonna talk about your five-figure problems. And we're going to talk about why, you know, at at some particular point, you think you can solve, uh, you think you'll be, uh, listen, we'll put it like this. People have five-figure problems that they think are going to go away when they get six figures, (laughs) all right? they are like, hey, listen, I won't have these problems until I get uh, six figures, all right? And then I will have no problems. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, you get a lot of problems when you get six figures. I just, I thought I'd share that. I don't know for it. I don't even have a job. But here's the funny thing about it. All right, the reason why we call this the Blue Chip Mindset Series, I started this in 2021. Yeah, some ninjas is on the internet now talking about they created the blue chip mindset and it's disgusting, it's despicable. Can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? I, this is what happens when you become popular. Obviously, someone watched my show and then went ahead and named their entire channel and shit after, my, after the blue chip mindset. Listen, some point in 20 years, I'll sue them. All right, but you can't, you can't really stop people from creating a channel off of your concepts. I mean- I hear stealing talking points here and there, but creating an entire channel, it's reprehensible. All right, but at the end of the day, I started this shit in 2021. I started this gangster shit. Yeah, I started this blue chip shit, and this the damn thanks I get, all right? But here's the thing. We came up with it because for a person like me, I've been self-employed or jobless for about since 20, what is it now, 2012, 2012. Uh so it's been eleven years. Don't you know that most people are employees? Most people never they would they can't even dream of being a self-employed person. However, my experience has turned into some righteous success. It has turned into some success. Success only yob mob ninjas would wish they would have. But instead of congratulating me, they sit there and hate. Well, you ain't nobody. In here. What? I mean, what? I've actually done something that most people. Probably will never be able to do. That's just here and there. Now, when we talk about my earlier development and all of these things, the thing is, the thing is, I've been exposed to some very wealthy people. Now, when you're exposed to wealthy people, one of the rules of being exposing yourself to wealthy people, pause, is that you don't talk about them personally. You don't say, hey, I know this person. Now, if you're exposed to a wealthy athlete, you might name drop But I've been exposed to and I've had clientele with some very, very wealthy people of all races, all genders, all races, all backgrounds and so forth and so on. Not just white folks, you know, but in America, primarily white folks, Uh, but all races, Middle Eastern, Asian, some blacks, Latinos. All right. And you got to understand when you get into an upper class, the diversity might not seem to be there, but it is certainly represented. And with that, they've given me a lot of background knowledge. They've given me the blue chip. I actually got to see them personally um, live their lives out and see how they have their families, see what they prioritize, see how things work in the inner system. I've been in I've been able to and in, in, in my clientele walk and live in neighborhoods and some and walk in some of the wealthiest houses or the most expensive houses, live in some of the best areas. These people by proxy by osmosis, have given me a lot of in, information and knowledge that I am passing on to you. I'm passing on to you. Many men that haven't been able to, to live the life that I've lived. All right. And um, I'm passing this on to you. So I hope you're forever grateful for this. Just so you know, I don't have to do this. <laughs> I don't. Because if you want, and I want you to watch and pay attention to this. You know, because as a YouTuber, you're here to get views. You're here to entertain. You're here to grow your channels. I mean, some ignoramuses will say, you're only doing this to get views. Like, duh. <laughs> right? You're only doing this to grow your channel and have social media clout. Duh. <laughs> right? That's what we do. But I want you to watch the attendance in in today's stream. I want you to watch the attendance. We had 3.5 concurrent during the uh, Monday stream, which was about Steve Harvey. We had... 3K, uh, right at 3K concurrent during the Brittany Renner stream on Tuesday. Okay. Now I want you to watch the numbers of this stream. <laughs> all right. I want you to watch the num- numbers. And one of the things that people have challenged content creators are, and, and and most of the challenges come from people who are mostly male jealousy. All right. They don't want to see you succeed. Right. And they're like, you're only going to talk about this all the time. Why don't you talk about something different? But, but when you talk about something different, which is not a smart strategy for a niche channel, you don't get the attendance. You don't get the attendance at, 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 that you would. if, if well, You don't get the same attendance numbers. You would get bigger attendance numbers talking about the same thing on a niche channel. Soon as I switch the subject, switch the thumbnail, guess what's happening here? Mm. Not many people. Because here's the thing. Here's the, here's the here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about this. Most men, and we're talking about men, think their problem are women, right? Most men get accustomed uh, to wanting to feel good about themselves. But what these streams do is they make men feel bad about themselves sometimes, and they don't want to be in attendance, and I can understand that. It makes men feel bad about themselves. For, for example, for example, yeah, people like drama. People like car accidents. People like... People like to see, you know, a little bit of entertainment, a little bread and circus. They're accustomed to it. When we get down to the business, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. They want to blame their problems on somebody they see, not on themselves. They don't want to take agency accountability. In fact, Kevin Samuels, I mean, let me just remind you of what Kevin Samuels did. Kevin Samuels, before and shout out the rest in peace to Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels, and this is when I was watching Kevin Samuels, right? I hadn't watched him for the last year and a half he was doing content. Unfortunately, I, I was doing two shows a day by the time he started to gather steam. Right around, a right when he about 100K, I, stopped, I tuned out. I just couldn't do two shows a day and watch his show. I went to bed. But here's the funny thing about it. When I was watching him, at the time I was watching him, guess what he was doing? Guess what he was doing? He was challenging men the same way I use the blue chip mindset. He challenged men. The philosophy of the high value man was originally dedicated and pointed directly square into dudes. Noggins who remembers this shit. I was around and I was around. <laughs> All right. Okay. I was around the entire time. Cause I was around when Kevin was putting suits on YouTube content creators. I was like, okay, I was like, I don't really, that wasn't interesting. But in fact, the blue chip mindset as I'm doing today was exactly what Kevin was doing prior to taking phone calls from women. Nobody remembers this. You guys, a lot of people don't remember this. You actually, people are clueless of this. But some people do. Before he blew up, before he blew up, he was challenging men and calling their ass out the high value man philosophy was originally pointed towards men, challenging them to get their shit straight, right? That was after he started the grooming invite. So he was doing the perfume and the clothes. Then he started to do the high value man, and it was towards men. It was towards men. Like his whole audience was like, "Hey, we we need to get our money up. We need to do this. We need to and men could not stand it. Men was mad they were making videos pissed off at him. They're like, him, him saying we can't be, be nothing with six figures. Him said, him said oh, they was, in, they was on his neck. Men were on his neck. And that lasted about six months. <laughs> that lasted about six months. Okay, so he did his fragrance reviews. Then he did his wear your suits. Then he did the high value man towards men. That was his, that was his transition. That was his transition into YouTube. Then, yeah, men were pressed. Then, then women started to call and say, well, I notice you're challenging these men on high value man concept. How do I get a high value man? And the rest is history. That, that, that was how it started. That right there is how it started. <laughs> and here's the deal. That changed his entire trajectory. The first few of his live streams about the high-value man concept were for men. Then the women started calling saying, this is great. How do I
3: get one? (laughs) Okay, now here's the funny thing about it. He figured out real fast, instead of
0: talking to ungrateful men that didn't take his message into account. He figured out real fast to switch and orient it back over to women. Thus, he stopped, for the most part, taking calls from men who were challenging him, bucking the system, and men who were pressed. And then immediately he said, hey, shit, I'm talking to I'm Blue in the face to these ninjas. Then he went over to the women, and the rest was history. <laughs> right? So he stopped. He figured out a long time ago. Giving men free information actually is counterproductive. What you want men to do is invest. And unfortunately, there's some men here that, first of all, are not going to be in attendance. Second of all, the few men that are here, they're going to troll and bullshit and and then want me to do three hours of trying to motivate you and inspire you. That's not what I do. And I'm never going to do that. In fact, you won't find nobody on YouTube doing the three-hour stream just giving you free information. They're not going to do it. All right, it ain't even worth it, okay? And then y'all not even gonna use it. In fact, 90% of people aren't even gonna use the damn information, all right? Um, but the last part of it is, at some particular point, you're gonna cater to the people who actually support, right? You have to do it, and that's just the way it is. So yes, this is gonna be a challenging show, okay? It's gonna be a challenging show. The show will be challenging, and the only way I know how to coach, I only know one way to coach, and you can't change me, Listen, I'm comfortable with the way I have to uh, coach. I might belittle some people. I might belittle you. I might make you feel bad about yourself after you end, but that's none of my concern. My concern is not that. If I can get one person to listen to this, the advice that I think is valuable after 47 years of living on this planet. Remember, I was a fully grown adult for at least a decade, over a decade, close to a decade and a half before there was even a YouTube, all right? So please understand, I lived an adult life without YouTube. Now, most of these younger content creators, if you're younger than 35, you only know YouTube in your adulthood, right? So please understand, I've learned things before there was a YouTube. I've read books before there was a YouTube. I've lived life and had experience and had jobs before there was a YouTube. Please don't tell me I learned some of this stuff from a YouTuber, please. I mean, that's how your life is. If you're 30, you only know YouTube, right? I lived almost a decade and a half as a fully grown adult, as a fully employed and functional adult before there was a YouTube. All right? Please stop trying to get take credit and give credit to somebody else. I actually was a fully functional adult making $75,000 a year at 25. What? Before there was a YouTube. <laughs> but here's the thing. You might feel bad about yourself, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fox. My job is to find the one person that might take this information and change their entire life. (laughs) Right? That is my whole sense and purpose. And I'm down to the point where I only am concerned about the 1% of the people who want to make that change and turn it around. Everybody else, the freeloaders, the zombies, the damn dope fiends, the alcoholics, the lazy, the shiftless, the shuffling. I don't give a fox about you. Until you give a fox about me. Do you understand? Do you understand? And that's how it's going to go. If you want the blue chips, that's how it's going to go. I cannot give you this. Oh, wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. I can't give you this. I can't do it. I can't give you the whole motivational speak. Rah, rah, rah to you normies. You either look your ass in the mirror and say, I reject coach's message or you accept it and you cuff your balls and you keep moving on. But if you don't, Ninja, I didn't ask you to be here. <laughs> yeah, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. Your ass ain't supposed to be here. So that's the only way I know how to do it. I grew up with my favorite coaches in basketball being Bobby Knight and Rick Patino. I only know to tell you the truth. And straight talk leads to straight understanding. Everybody got it. <laughs> If you're a missing link and you don't want to know this information and you want to buck this information, of course it is going to be tainted to my life experience. I mean, it's going to be uh, pointed or oriented to what I've experienced in life. You might not have experienced it. I don't have time to argue with you. If you don't want to be here, I'm I'm inviting you to leave now. You goofy ass ninjas. All right, you understand? <laughs> anyway, let's get into the day show with the earlier contributors. All right, uh, what do we got here? Shout out to everybody. Albert Wesker says can't make six figures with a five-figure mentality. Facts. Now, listen, unfortunately in our world, six figures is not the norm. However, if I have to bring out the inflation calculator again, please don't challenge me on this. The same $100,000 in 2019 is not the same $100,000 in 2023. Believe it or not, A man was in here challenging me that I was absolutely wrong that the same 100K in 2019 is not the same 100K in 2023. There were some men that were absolutely pressed about that. Now, obviously, they hadn't lived enough life, all right? But I I don't want you to press me on that issue. It is an absolute fact, right? Now, accept the fact and move on. Because the average income for a college graduate in the year uh, 1960 was $9,000. And that would be a year.
3: The average income for a college graduate in 1960 was $9,000 a year. I'm just going to tell you,
0: if you believe six figures is going to be unnecessary, I have a joke to tell you. This is going to be almost, it's going to be pushed to the norm. And I, I'm guessing by 2030, going into 2035, six figures will be the norm.
3: Okay. I know you're pressed already. <laughs> Ninjas will be, you're pressed.
0: So don't tell me you don't need to go ahead and try to figure this out. AJT says, tuition for the wise words of sea God Allah law. Hashtag free agent lifestyle for life. Thank you. Catfish says, shout out to the king of content. Him got 511 channels. Indeed. Hodge says, coach, I've been scouting a JUCO and have found multiple five-star prospects. He says, I'm in Kaylee heaven. Uh-oh. Hit me with the, hi, my name is Kaylee. All right, we got Kaylee. I haven't seen her in a minute. Hi, my name
4: is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make voice fallows.
3: Relationship, but I'm just
0: trying to fuck. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Kaylee, Kaylee, Kaylee. Brown threw an O, shout out to you. Daniel McGee says, let me hear the Reverend X.
5: I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Let's call
0: All right, shout out to John Angelo. Good morning, coach for The Collection Plate. Been listening since 2019. Nothing better on the tube. The show has gotten better every year. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, brother, man. I appreciate that. And just wait to 2024. All right, I'm running for I'm CGA 2024, and I've already got my sights set on 2024. Just wait, sweaty boy. Love you, coach. Great streams as usual. Osiris Molly, thanks, coach. Forty-five thousand dollars because of Monk mode. Shout out to you, Striden Herman. Says blessings, coach. Thank you for imparting the wisdom. Shout out to the covert free agents who love discretion and to the lower frequency thinkers out here shout out to the low frequency thinkers all right do you notice that low frequency thinkers always want you to do things that are actually uh negative towards you oh it's all right just just have a drink well i don't want to have a drink (laughs) all right and then they proceed to belittle you and tell you and they're a fully functional alcoholic they'll be a fully functional alcoholic and they'll tell you well you're not a real man and you're like well Got to get up at five in the morning tomorrow, right? Mm. Meanwhile, they done got drunk. They're belligerent. They arguing. They smashing bottles against women's faces. They waking up at 9 30 late for work. <laughs> but why do low-frequency people always want to bring you down to their, uh, you know, misery loves company? Like, I want to wake up in the morning and go to the gym, excited about life. Not waking up after a hangover, all right? But anyway. Q-Time says, show us support. Making 100K is not enough, especially with how inflation is today. I'm turning. He says, I'm trying to turn 100K into 500K. Appreciate the blue chips. And, uh, yes, uh, people hear that, they're going to be mad at you. You don't need it. You don't need 500K. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. Lord Messiah Disciple is in the building, says, oh, you got a lot going on there. I don't know what to give you here. Niggas all way. Ke- uh Kenny says I never knew why ladies became so nice toward the en- towards the end of the month and still I start watching you their rent must be due we're definitely going to cover that as well yeah
5: your rent's due
0: motherfucker uh women get cooperative around the 26th of the month all right they all to get cooperative they start talking about love and romance and what men should be doing and real men should be doing this yeah uh from about the 5th of the month to the 25th they be on their independent shit. They didn't ignore Everything. You know what I mean? They out there fornicating, having sex with men pump, getting pumped and dumped. Right. They out there doing a thug dizzle round of 26 shit get weird. All right. And definitely into the fifth of the month, the f- fifth of the next month. All right. They be like, hmm. <laughs> all right, it gets real in the field. All right. I do have some PayPal's that I need to acknowledge. All right, we got our brother here. Let me see if I can say your name. Oh, we got a lot of PayPals I need to acknowledge. Let me acknowledge the big ones. Pause. Then I'll get to the rest of the show. Come back. All right, shout out to Leonard. And this is a sponsorship. He says, we're all on the same model of boat and coaches explaining how not to rock it and sink. You can fight the, he says you can fight the user manual, but you better be good at swimming fast. Indeed. Indeed. And surrounding yourself around too many five-figure ninjas, like, I mean, five-figure mentality ninjas, will capsize your ass. We got a co-sponsorship. Holy moly.
2: I'm I'm
0: definitely going to have to come back to that. (laughs) All right, all right. Yeah, listen, I'm already already in, but I'm going to come back to that. That one's a long one. All right, PayPal. I'm going to limit some characters over to PayPal. Limit some characters. Okay, hold up. We got uh, Lawrence says, it's about time I gave you something, sir. Been watching you since the pandemic. All right, my brother's been here for a long time.
2: I'm red, all right,
0: and let me do this. Uh, Mr. Down says, your order of yellow discharge lip glop. Thank you, sir. Frank, with the sponsorship. I'm he red, says, thank man. you. He says, thanks for all. You do coach. He says Hurricane miss my house. All right, shout out to you and everybody in Tallahassee and the west coast of Florida. Jones G says CGA empowering the 1% to be gods out here indeed. And uh Lily, Nilly says thanks for the content or the constant drops coach. Appreciate you. All right. I appreciate all of those. I'm going to come back. I'm going to catch up with everybody. But as you know, the show must continue. With that being said, We're going to start off with doom and gloom. Yes. Let's get a little pessimism going on here. Here we go. Doom and gloom, CGA reporting for duty. All right, let's pop this up on the screen just so you can see what's going on here. That's not what I want you to see. We'll give you that blue chip a little bit later. Take a look at what's going on here. All right. I've been telling you again, I, I, I mentioned that the idea that the, the six figure will be the norm, the survival numbers. This is going, it's becoming ever more apparent. And a lot of people have gone into the normie mindset, five figure mindset, especially boomers and generation Xers. They're finding out, especially boomers. All right. They're finding out that they don't have enough to retire on. In fact, The retirement mindset is one of these five-figure mindsets, all right? Now, not all five-figure people are going to be able to retire comfortably, and we're seeing this play out. We're also seeing that a lot of boomers, their average income is not very high. A lot of boomers, their average income is not very high. A lot of them, Generation X, their incomes are not very high. But what they're discovering is these people are getting to this point, and they thought they had enough by making $45,000 a year working for the government, You know, they had their little certification and uh, they thought that was going to last. But inflation, we had Y2K, we had uh, the housing market crash. It is literally capsized their finances. And a lot of them sold your soul and their soul down the river long time ago, trying to refinance their house five times. All right. So these things catch up to us and they compound. In fact, we'll talk about compound in a minute. Compound is not always positive. Compound can be extremely negative. And what's happening to the average American? Inflation, the average, uh, the 100K in 1980 is not the same 100K today. Certainly the same 100K in 2019 is not the same 100K today. Bad habits, bad mistakes. All you got to do is ninjas, five-figure mentality, and here we go. More doom and gloom. More Americans are now working past 75, and not just because they're falling short on savings, but experts say it's not a viable solution to the retirement uh, crisis all right? It's not just because they don't have the savings. Uh, They don't have what we call discretionary or disposable income. They don't have the savings or they don't have the investments. They don't have the investments. And in fact, if they do have retirement, it's just not covering the costs. So you as a young 25, 30, 40-year-old man listening to me, young men, you guys got to understand that this is coming, right? This is going to be a part of your life. Uh, Women Ladies, the strong and independent shit, and I don't need to do nothing, and I don't need no man, it's going to catch up to you. All right, we always need two dual incomes. We always need dual incomes, and you're going to need to be able to build together. Unfortunately, people, you know, they build for a little bit and want their independence and want to run the streets and fornicate. Then they divorce and then split up the family resources. Also, baby boomers and Gen X tend to have had multiple marriages and in a crisis. And they've taken a lot of their wealth and resources and given them to attorneys, daycare centers, you know what I mean? And and giving back and wasting hours fighting over children that were going to turn 18 and become adults, leaving them with nothing. I mean, that's just a recipe for disaster. So we see normies telling us to do shit, five-figure shit. Oh, fall in love and build together, five-figure shit. Those are five-figure issues. And then they get the 75, and they're like, oh, no, what happened? I still got to be a Walmart greeter. When you had opportunities in your past, you got married, divorced, leave it alone. Go and build yourself. All right, forget it. (laughs) All right, don't try. Don't double down. But people double down on stupid when these statistics are highly against you to have success. Well, but what about man? Listen, that's that five figure shit that we're talking about. So we don't want to do this. We know this is coming. You're kicking the can down the road. You're trying to make something work. You're doubling down and betting down on stupid. You're taking loser bets that are clearly loser bets, and you're trying to make it work so you can feel good. And then it doesn't work, and then you destroy your future income and wealth. All right, so that's what's going on. A lot of people have retirement. Let's just say you did due diligence. You made $50,000 years at your peak, maybe 75. You're now 62 years old. You're looking to retire. You're looking at it going and my 401k has $225,000 in it. You realize fast, you're not going to retire. You realize fast, you ain't retiring. Okay, that 220k in your 401k is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. So then you start thinking now, I got to work until my 70s and 75. All right, um, again, the mentality is for men, you're 25. When I tell you 100k, you're going to need six figures. The way the, our economy going... We're either going to need six figures or we're going to be eating bugs. There's no going to be in between. If you just stay the course with the five-figure mindset, you're you're going to fall behind. In fact, I keep telling you, I keep telling you, if you didn't get a raise yesterday, you got a pay cut today. If you didn't get a raise yesterday, you took a pay cut today. That's how you need to get up every day with that sense of urgency. I get up every day with that sense of urgency of going, hey, man, whatever I got yesterday, that was good, but today I got zero. When we used to coach teams, when we go into halftime, we'd be leading by 20. Hey, man, the game's zero-zero when we go back out there in the second half. If we're losing by 20, the game's zero-zero in the second half. And a lot of people don't want to live like that. You want to celebrate shit, and you ain't ready to celebrate. Y'all didn't just go out every weekend celebrating. What? Nothing. Losing money. With that being said, a lot of these things are gonna happen up, listen up, this is still doom and gloom, CGA. Uh, listen up, let me your ears. Check out this scam going on here, let's play the video. Now with what she's learning.
6: Renters say the issues began earlier this month when their leasing agent sent them a special offer, half off their rent if they paid through the agent.
0: All right, oh Lord have mercy. All right, Earl Campbell. Oh, I thought this was Earl Campbell. So a leasing agent at an apartment complex sent them a text message. <laughs> Remember, despise the free lunch. If it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And see, a lot of people want the magic pill. You want the, and you want the impossible to happen. You want to act like you won the lottery. They get a text message from the leasing agent. It says, if you pay half the total of your rent today, it qualifies as the full payment oh my god let's continue
6: through the agent
7: i went into the leasing office to talk to her more because i know that in this time of day there's a lot of scams going on and i was like hey is this legit like she was like yes girl trust me i'm your leasing agent
6: excited and relieved to be getting a discount several residents took advantage of the offer
7: she ensured me that i would get a receipt and that i can go into my portable and see that she had paid the amount
0: Uh, How did I know this was going to be all black women going to take the deal? See, again, this is living proof that they don't make good, sound financial advices. Girl math as it is. So you got a bunch of strags in an apartment. Straggles. They get a text message. Look, hair and nail done. And they get the deal of a lifetime. What? Only half the rent payment? Your rent's due, motherfucker. And they jumped on it. (laughs) They jumped on it. And you know what they did. You know what they did? They're going to blame this person here, and of course they got scammed. You, what did they do with the OK, let me just explain this before you see what happened. And this is why you need a man, ladies. All of these women are single women, single mothers and single women. So they paid half the rent they paid half the rent with their paycheck to paycheck living ass, and they spent it. What did they do with the other half? What did they do with the other half? Because you know when the first of the month came
5: your rent's due, motherfucker
0: what did they do with the other half because now that the other half I, i'm giving it away now you know this is a scam so now the other half is going to be due and they ain't got it
5: your rent's due motherfucker they
0: splurged the rest they thought they had it they was like oh cool i got an extra thousand dollars instead of saving it and putting it away instead of they went and splurged so look She got her hair done. She got her hair weave and she got her nails done. She got her makeup. She went and spent the money lashes. Mm -hmm. She spent the money paycheck to paycheck. So with the opportunity to get ahead, they didn't. And all of these women are now crying boohoo. And I would be crying too. Listen, that sucks what they did that they did, but they didn't put the money away. They didn't say, okay, cool. I'll put it in my emergency fund. Let's continue. So, uh, again, this is five-figure mentality. And they're trying to become six-figure bitches. But guess what? They they lost because of their five-figure mentality. Let's play it.
7: Let's check my port, I had a balance, and when I went back, it was zero. She sent me a picture of the receipt and everything, it was paid off.
6: But things took a turn. Two weeks later, residents say they were hit with a double rent payment and a notice that they never paid.
7: Yeah, I was trying to pay the balance, later on they told me that my portable was locked and that they that I couldn't pay my rent. And By Friday, I had the eviction notice to be out in three days, and there was nothing we could do to go in and pay it. They wouldn't let us.
3: By law, the tenant uh,
8: doesn't have to leave. It's just something to let that tenant know that the property manager or the property owner is going to uh, follow through with an eviction process.
6: Complicating matters, the eviction notice shown to me by residents states, the tenants facing eviction violated their lease by committing fraud or theft. But the resident.
0: (laughs) Look, 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 (laughs) man, I tell you, man, listen, you got to stay away from women like this. Take a look. Take a look, gentlemen. I don't even need to describe it because I don't even need to describe the scene. Take a look who the marks are. Take a look at the marks. I see no men. I see, I see bull daggers. I, I'm not going to even describe it. I'm not even going to describe it. Take a look at this scene. Not one ninja got bamboozled. Of course, this is indicative of the last 75 years of black America, All bamboozling, the woman got bamboozled. All right, but listen. The bamboozling starts through the woman. Even God and the serpent in the Garden of Eden knows this, knows this. If they tempted their tummy with the taste of money, money, they thought they had an extra $1,000, but now they rent due. Hey, look.
5: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Straggle Rock. There it is. Down in Straggle Rock. We got Straggle Rock once again. Come on, fam. (laughs) The backbone of the community. Top, right there. That's why you don't. This is why you don't take five figure problems into try to become six figure. You gotta abandon these people. You gotta abandon them. The shit just keeps. Anyway. Let's continue playing the video just so you can see the rest if you're just curious here. Here we go.
6: They didn't say they're actually the victims here. They have filed a police report against the leasing agent who has reportedly been fired.
7: I know I wasn't going to get my money back, so I went to the police station. I pressed charges.
6: Tyler PD says this investigation is still ongoing. According to constable, the eviction has to be filed through the Justice of Peace office.
8: And we will uh, go and serve uh, what you call a citation. Letting the tenants know that the eviction process has has started, we're serving them, and then there will be a court date.
0: It has to take place after 10 days.
6: We have reached out to the corporate office and leasing office at the Earl Campbell Residencies, and they are not commenting at this time. Res-
0: yeah, well, that's Tyler, Texas, y'all. Um. Again, this is doom and gloom. We're, we're in dire straits here. Um. And the leasing agent, I'm sure, was a black woman too. I mean, listen, she finessed the shit out of them. And what we have to understand is, you know, a lot of times dudes want women to lose. Women are going to find a way to survive. Some women will. And they will turn to finessing. And she turned to Target on her own people. All right. So unbelievable. What about this? This is a fantastic video. Check this out. And I grew up in a time and era where I can somewhat remember this Um. in the 1980s, in fact. You know, the Reagan, the Reagan um, presidency, he was behind physical fitness. In fact, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of the people behind physical fitness. There was a time in our country where people weren't fat. And we had fat people. But if you look back, these people weren't fat. We have obesity running rampant. Let me show you this real quick. Um, let's let you play the video. Let's play the video and then interpret what we saw here. Here we go.
1: American high school gym class looked like in the 1960s. This footage is from one of the 4,000 U.S. high schools that followed La Sierra's physical education program that was pushed to be the standard model by JFK. According to the La Sierra physical education standards that were outlined in their 1966 handbook, the minimum push-ups that a student should be able to do is 16, and they should have at least a seven and a half minute mile run. Considering most modern Americans struggle to even complete five push-ups, this 16 minimum is quite shocking. The top group that was outlined in the handbook is Blue Team, and to be a part of this, you had to be able to perform 12 handstand push-ups and at least 14 pull-ups, which are crazily impressive standards. Considering one in six modern American children have obesity, it is a shocking sight to see how seriously fitness and health were being taken in the 1960s, and how even the president was helping push forward this higher standard of physical education in school. Many people wonder if America as a country will ever return to a place even close to this but considering the trends in obesity and the culture shift of America, it continues to seem unlikely.
0: People are shocked. All right, my commentary is, we're not going back. All right, we're not going back to this. We are sloplops out here. We're not going back to this, unfortunately, because we have a lot of people who are content. They're fat and happy again. Five-figure mentality. Well, you don't have to be in shape. You you don't have to be uh, muscular and everything to live. You can live without all that. You can be happy eating hot Cheetos and pickles, spicy pickles, and Dino chicken nuggets and Tombstone pizza. All of my all of my food look like cardboard pop tarts. chopping at the Walmart. You know what I mean? Listen, now this isn't probably an extreme physical education class. This is the blue group. Not everybody did that. But look at these kids. They look like they in shape, eating uh, hungry man, um, eating hungry man.
2: Mm. What do
0: they call them? Little, little, little meals with no microwave. This is before microwaves, too. This is before microwaves. All right, this is before the common use of microwave uh, culture. This is also before uh, the majority of women were working women. Where they actually had a mother preparing meals at the house, right? As you can see, we haven't had the degradation of our previous culture now to the current culture we have. As, as a matter of fact, let's take a look at our current culture. Uh, here it is right here. This is an example of the average American. Let's go ahead and play the video here. It's a short video, so I need you to put your eyes on the screen. Why? <laughs> see you know and listen I I grew up um where um I have a kinesiology degree um I think physical education is highly important physical education became less of a priority for us and kids started to not want to run and take their mental health meds and the girls had their period they didn't want to exercise right and um look at the contrast between what People were, and trust me, this is extreme, but this was not out of the realm of possibility. The lowering of the standards, the lowering of the standards, right? We lower our standards and then we lower our mentality, five-figure mentality. These people were trying to excel, getting ready for the Soviet Union, um, making American the greatest people, make America great again or white again. I don't know what to tell you. All right, but our physical education standards were high. But we started to lower them. I remember going through this lowering of the physical education standard. Oh, that's enough. Or lowering how we do the push-up so because the, girl, the girls couldn't do them and so forth and so on. And then take a look at the contrast of where we are in America today, where this woman is a normal woman. In fact, this woman right here can get piped down viciously. Take a look at this. Take a look. Oh, the humanity. I know this is difficult to hear, and I invite you to leave my stream if you don't like it. But this is an absolute fact, and it's happening right in front of us. See, revisionist history people, people who don't want to acknowledge this truth, and you're hurt by it, you're part of the problem. I'm sorry. Survival of the fittest. But now we have survival of the fattest. That's where we are. And this is not just just affecting our health. It affects our finances, and it also affects our mentality. Take a look at the contrast, and this is only— 50s,
3: 60 years difference. 50, 60 years difference. Let's play the video. Take a look. Take a look. Mm. Take a look. I know you don't want to look in the mirror. Take a look at where
0: we are. <laughs> All right. Look <laughs> where we were, where we were going, and where we are today. And of course, she has a boyfriend, and that creates comfort. Take a look at where we are. I know. Come on, man. I'm letting you know, man, that everything matters here. Unbelievable. Uh, revealing. Remember, I talked about pushing P. Well, pushing P is a thing. Uh, let's play this video of a man. I think this is on YouTube. Much and the, this is on YouTube. All right. So even more problems. Remember, I told you about pushing P. Listen to this guy right here or listen to this person.
4: Wait. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people when they hear the term pedophile they automatically assume that it means a sex offender uh, and that isn't true and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors um, i've definitely heard the idea that you brought up though that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction and non-offending maps by definition to this
5: same idea that they're bad people i don't give a fuck what you think bitch cut that bitch off next caller
0: this is america this is america y'all asked for this is the america you voted for this is your five figure people instead of focusing on being in your best health we allowed these people to disregard their health disregard pursuit of wealth and disregard a family Disregard the Presuta family, and this is what you got. All right, enjoy the circus. I know, man. And a lot of people are like, it'll get better, coach. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. You better go get your bag so you can avoid this shit. Your purpose. Let me tell you. Your purpose. This is why, you know, because people are like, I don't need six figure Yes, you do. So you can avoid people like this because this is not prevalent once you start climbing the economic ladder. You will find that people are more regarding their health, more regarding raising their children right. The children might be more likely to become somebody at 18 as opposed to starting like over life over. You're not dealing with them, they, that much. But when you're on five-figure shit, you got to deal with this shit. You got to walk along with this shit. You got to shop at the same Aldi's with this shit. Your kid's going to be exposed to this the wrong way with this shit. <laughs> right? You guys better wake up real fast, and, um, and all of that. That's what happens when you stay in five-figure land. <laughs> Let's go into the here right here. Oh, man. More doom and gloom. But this is how I have to get my message across. By the way, look at the attendance. Um, at some point, I'll move the blue chips to another channel, just to let you know. I'm going to let you know that right now. Going into 2024, it won't be a part of the channel. All right. Um, but it says right here, it now costs three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to live a middle class lifestyle in a big city. Here's a sad breakdown of why. Okay, now uh, some people are going to argue, kick and scream, not not in Tupelo, not in Odessa. Man, shut your bitch ass up. Nobody wants to live in Odessa. Okay, cool. You make you make sixty grand in Odessa and in, in Amarillo and in Lubbock. All right, cool.
3: You a millionaire in, in Phoenix? All right, shout out to you, making thirty five k a year. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I just said it's going to be on another channel. All you have to do is subscribe to another
0: channel. Just chill out. Just subscribe to the other channel, and that's where it will be. Okay? It ain't that hard. All you do is click, take your little fat, little chubby finger, click subscribe on that channel that I tell you to go. Jesus Christ. What? Take your fat finger and go to another channel, <laughs> All right? Anyway, anyway, here we go right here. Here's the thing about this. If you never lived in a city, you don't understand this. I've said years ago, decades ago, decades ago, that to live in Southern California, you need to be making 250 k And I said this back in 2013. No, no, no. I said this back in 2005. Okay. 2005. I was like, 2005, you're going to need 250K to live a middle class, upper middle class lifestyle, not a regular normie ass, six car in the parking lot, three family members in there, three generations of family members. Okay. You understand? In order to be able to go to the game, in order to be able to live the life and not worry about it, yes. I know people are going to argue with this, and we're not here to argue. If you want to argue, go to some of these arguing channels, and no, I'm not going to pull you up on the screen with your yellow-ass light and all that popcorn on your ceiling to try to debate me, telling me you're making it with that white refrigerator, and I hear the ambulance driving by, talking about you making it, living in the city off 75K. Ambulance, ninjas getting stabbed in the middle of the street. I'm not going to do this. This is just kind of where it's going. And when they say middle class, they don't mean you go to a school where half the school got knuckleheads and half the school got good kids. They're talking about where the whole neighborhood, most of the kids are good. Most of the kids, you don't deal with knucklehead shit. That's 350 k So this is where we are at, and this is where we're going. Unfortunately, this is only going to increase. Now, here's, a, here's solutions. You can move outside the city. You can move outside the city. And if you want to, you can do that. Now, there's going to be some limitations. I've lived in the rural areas. I've lived in a small town. I've lived in the big city. I've also lived in the suburbs. Let me just tell you, just moving away is not a solution, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Just moving out of the city doesn't solve the financial problem. In fact, what you will find is there's trade-offs and limitations. Like, there's no public transportation. Or if there is, it's not effective. Things close earlier than normal, right? There, the gas stations close at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, they shut all the pumps down. There's no 24-hour activity. At 9 o'clock, everything's quiet. There's no nightclub within five miles. You cannot walk to the grocery store, right? There's no walking to the store. You got to get a car. Everything needs So in essence, you save the money living in the city by not having an automobile, but you'll need an automobile when you go to the suburbs or when you go out to the, if you live in a small town, rural, there's nothing open on Sunday. Everything closed at six o'clock. I mean, it is what it is. They might not have Uber. So a lot of the things that you're doing to try to eliminate the expense, you're gonna have a trade-off on the other side. There might not be a barber shop if you're a ninja and you used to go getting your hair lined up. There ain't gonna be no barber shop in that neighborhood. You're gonna have to drive 25 miles to your barber shop. All right. So, um, you guys gotta understand that just going, well, just move out of the city. <laughs> you know what I mean? And trust me, a lot of people don't know that's coming. Anyway, let's get in here. <laughs> um and your family is going to be further away. Uh, the women that you might like to date are going to be further away. Like you like, I like a girl that's round, thick, and got a big booty and all that stuff. When you move out to the suburbs or out of the city, all you're going to see is flatbacks. You're going to see sloppy yogurt. The looks and attraction might decline or go high, higher way up where them women will never associate with you. A lot's going to happen. So you just can't be like, well, I'm going to just move out of there. Okay. And where's your job? If you have a job in the city and you move outside the city, but your job's in the city, you gotta go back and forth. Now you added commute time and all of that stuff. So always understand that that well, I'll just get out of the city. It's not that simple. So you must plan for this type of move. Yeah, there's no dispensaries. Um if you have your do if you have your television on too loud after 9 30 them Karen's going to be on your neck, right? The Karen's going to be on your neck. <laughs> yeah. There's no ATM. You can't get to an ATM. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that can happen. So, um, you know what I mean? Just that's not the, so the, the part of the other part of the solution is sometimes you just got to get your money up um, and all that stuff. It, are we still on doom and gloom? I think we're on straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up next. But I do have some blue chips, and that was kind of a blue chip moment right there. I meant to put, I meant to give that to you. So what I'm going to do is, just so you know, just so I won't have the normies complaining, that right there was a free a free blue chip. That was a free blue chip. All right, you just got for, you just got what you paid for. But if you want more, if you want more, go over to the Money Mindset. We're on Sundays where we give you an hour every Sunday night of blue chips and if you if you're on there now you
3: have at least fifty of the previous shows related to that and here's the commercial for that Wrong. wrong wrong commercial
0: I got a question for you. This is a review. Free blue chip. This is a review. And if you don't have this, good luck. What are the three things? What are the three financial vehicles? Here's a free blue chip. Here are the, what are three financial vehicles that inevitably in the last century has led to more wealth than any other financial vehicle out there. All right, I'll let you guys think about this. What three, and there's more, but the three primary financial
3: vehicles that have led to more exchange of wealth and not divorce than anything out here, okay? And if you don't, no, no, listen. (laughs) We're talking about
0: in the last 100 years. You must, Get these three. We're going to get to CPR in a minute. Not CPR, but
3: you're in it. man got one. Oh, we got JBW got another one. Okay. And these are the things you need to be getting. You need to get your hands on this shit right here. All right. And there's more, just so you know. But I'm going to give you these three. <laughs> all right number one number one land
0: land land aka slash, real estate land slash real estate if you don't got no land or no real estate not a house not a house i'm talking about land now if you got a house on top of that fine But yes, those things in certain areas location-wise has led the way. Land. If you're not pursuing land in your pursuit, five-figure ninjas. Oh, you don't need all that. You ain't got no land. Forget about it. Number one, land. And remember, there's more of these. Number two, life insurance. I don't need no life insurance. I don't have kids. Okay. You just missed out on the golden opportunity to push wealth into someone else's hands, but you gotta be able to know and that they're gonna be responsible for that wealth. You could have distributed wealth and got people favored. You had your whole grandpa died and didn't pass nothing on, zero. Only passed on debt. Only passed on debt. I know a guy who died and he literally on purpose, he died young in his 50s, and he literally on purpose did not pay his last life insurance premium to pay back all of the hate, all his family. He paid them back. That's how he got them. Number
3: three. Number three. That th- These are all almost an absolute. Is inheritance. Trust. Inheritance.
0: So a family member and multiple family members, aka compound, we're going to get to that later. All right. Somebody said disagree on that. I don't give a fuck. All right. Take your punk ass on. I don't care. <laughs> Did I ask you if you disagreed? You can disagree in silence. Take your ass on. All right. I remember this is not a disagree show. We don't need knuckleheads in here.
3: (laughs) Who gives a damn if you disagree? All right, anyway. (laughs) The third one, inheritance. That's how wealth has been passed. Inheritance. One, one person passed on money to another person, passed on money to another person. Inheritance. Those three things have led to the transfer of wealth overwhelmingly.
0: Not going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, going to work. And then when your kids turn 18, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. And then when that parent died, There was no life insurance to bury that jackass parent who left nothing but debt, student loan, because there was no life insurance with a a dumbass disagreed. (laughs) There was no life insurance. You had to bury your parent
3: at a deficit. Put them in the George Floyd gold casket, Mr. I disagree. Unbelievable. I'm sure that was a black person too. (laughs) okay but land you can pass it on not only that life insurance you can pass it on okay you can pass these things
0: on to a person yes there's a lot of things you need to work through inheritance you can pass it on the other things your job you can't pass on your car, you can pass it on, but it's a liability. Most of the things we accumulate to feel good about ourselves now can't pass it on. You can pass on a business to your family. You can pass on a business to your family. Like, I can build a business up, pass it on to my family. But no, you have a job. Cannot pass it on to your family. You see what I mean? But that's a blue chip moment. I was giving it free, and we had a dumbass in here. Okay. But... It's an absolute fact. Now, there's more of these, but you got to pay for it. I'm not giving it to you for free, all right, because some people can't take even free information and digest it and sit back quietly, (laughs) all right? So anyway, if you're not pursuing those things, forget it, all right? If you're not pursuing that, if that's not your priority, forget it, all right? Forget it. You're never going to get to ascend to go from five figures to six. There's some grandparents that die right now. They're 75, 80 years old. They're 75 and 80. Don't you know that their grandkids get life insurance? They get inheritance. Some of them get land. Their grandkids come out. There's 15 grandkids. They all come out with 2,500 bucks. Now tell me where that's happening with five-figure people. It's not happening. It's separate. Some of them are getting scholarships. They're getting their college paid off on the death of a grandmother or a grandfather. You know what I'm saying? But listen, free blue chips. <laughs> Somebody's going to disagree. All right, yeah. Hey, we got it going on, man, like Donkey Kong. Let me get to the Super Chats because this is what we deserve, the people who have contributed to the day show. Okay? The people, and there's much, much more to this. There's a bigger list, but those are the primary vehicles that you can pursue. Anybody can pursue these. But if you're comfortable just making 45 I don't need to make more than this. I'm good. Okay. All right, here we go right here. All right, those aren't the only ones. Those are just the ones that are the big three. All right, anyway, did I get John? I got John Jones G. I got B is for Baller. B is for Baller says, lower six figures is not a flex. No mo, it's a wild time. Sad, sadly enough. Randy says, thanks for spreading this knowledge. Appreciate it, shout out to you. Snap Tech Fix says, half off rent. For no reason, exactly, 100% scam now. He says they're in a bind, shaking my head, give them the buzzer. I will free agent lifestyle for life. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get PayPal because PayPal timed in. I got to catch y'all. I got to catch y'all. And if you're not, here's the thing here's another blue chip, here's a free one. If you're around people not talking about this, guess where you're going to be? You're going to be with those people. Mm. Again, ignorance is not an excuse for any damn thing. If you're around ignorant people that aren't pursuing this, talking about this, explaining this thoroughly, you're around the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moose Heppner, Coach, I'm from Denver, and I know the NFL baby mama, Destiny, she's just a basic girl who doesn't have an extravagant lifestyle. He says, you'll see her at local establishments. And I was stunned about yesterday's report. I had no clue she was that debaucherous. She's just a normal girl around the city and done finesse these athletes. Like you say, it'd be the women you least expect. Not that girl, coach. Yes, indeed. Not my girl. And he sees that girl that we reported on yesterday around the city. And it's pretty apparent. A lot of guys are lower their guard around average women. Shout out to Bray Coach Quick Question. I'm a 31-year-old warehouse worker and Uber driver. My only professional accomplishment is I have a EKG tech cert and public notary license. Do you think I should go to school for uh, IT or tech or pursue a job in the medical field? Well, I can't I can't really tell you with that little information. All right, there's a lot there, but there's a little. And I can't tell you per se. I, I can't give you that type of advice with like, that much time, but appreciate you on that one, all right? Because otherwise, you, you'll you do it. You'll quit your job and then be going broke, eating bologna sandwiches, blaming me. J. Cool says, Coach, these Wednesday streams do not make me feel bad about myself, but they are great teaching streams. Also, I hate drama straight up. Shout out to you. Well, you'll love the channel that we're going into in 2024, all right? It'll be removed from here, but it'll be, be on another channel, and um, it is what it is, all right? We're going to have it going and popping over here. And it'll be every day over there. Manuel says, I'm here for you, coach. Many kisses and hugs from the Red Pill, for the Red Pill Goat. Shout out to you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got Miles. Miles says, the mistake men make with women is not recognizing they are predators and hunters as well. If men truly understood that, they would not simp for women. And women are the pursuers of men. Right. Women are the men. When I say predators, that's not a negative. All right. Men are the prey. Many people might say men are the prize. But we think we're on the prowl. All right. When we be when we're aggressive and the way we mistake that is we say men should initiate. Right. Men should initiate conversation. Men should initiate sex. Men should initiate. But what you don't understand is just because you're initiating doesn't mean you're the predator. Most of the time, the woman has to put herself in a position to be initiated. And a woman is very conscious of where she places herself, right? Even though she's not going to initiate, she puts herself in the position to be initiated, right? So that's the first step that has to happen. She has to be out there and available. And what does she also do? She prepares herself to be initiated. She prepares herself to be consumed, if you will. All right, so she is the predator. It's kind of like uh, you ever see these animals, they, they throw off a scent, they do something, you know what I mean? They throw out, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you, you throw out something right there, and then the predator comes. They're the bait. They're the bait, and we the goofy ass. <laughs> here we go right here. Anyway, we got wealth, plus wealth, coach. I'm an avid listener and love, uh, love to appear on the blue chip uh to share wealth building cheat codes well what we would do is we would have you appear on the patreon i don't have people on my show all right so i don't i just have got rid of that as a possibility i don't pursue it and uh i feel that i'm better off being on the show here but we do have collaborative efforts on patreon all right so do me a favor join patreon and then when you're there when we're live you can say hey i have something to share with the group all right That is how I run the show. All right. I appreciate people that want to invite or invite me to their shows, but it's not a part of my business strategy or content strategy. All right. It's not. All right. By the way, I've done it a lot. Sometimes it's work and I've gotten subscribers from it and I appreciate it. Uh, But most of the time it's nothing. It's a nothing burger. Burger It's a dud. All right. So anyway, all right. Kevin W says, love the blue chip mindset series. One piece of advice for the blue chippers. Having multiple income streams is useless if you're not fight or fiscally responsible, focus on your discipline first and the rest will follow. Indeed. Uh, let's see here. Kalen, and I'm going to get to the super chats.
3: Kalen, people think that rules,
0: boundaries, and standards bring your life down and make things boring when ultimately they'll save you from constantly making bad decisions. Rules, boundaries, standards need to be enforced again. And yes, especially on women That's going to be one of our blue chip moments, a free piece of game for you where I'm going to discuss that. Thank you for sharing that because that's highly, highly important. A lot of people think that when they find a person who's boring, disciplined, all right, they don't, they don't, they're not spontaneous. A lot of people think they're not having fun. Now, what's wrong with this person? But it's the opposite. Glenn Beck, good morning, coach. I appreciate the blue chips more and more after each one. Keep up the excellent work. Thank you, brother. All right, and let's get to the Super Chats. We're almost there. We're going to be on straggle and cynical theater uh, coming up.
3: Where are we at here? Oh, boy. All right. Oh, let's see here. Reginald. Did I get Reginald? He says, Reginald Flair says, I started
0: making six figures back in 2019, and even back then, it doesn't feel like much. It damn sure isn't stretching as far as it is in 2023. How many people, you don't have to reveal yourself, just think about this. This is a rhetorical question. If you went from five figures to six figures, do you feel like you actually, other than the fact that you saw the numbers change, do you feel like it made life, like, comfortable, like you got, like you could take the, your foot off the gas? Or was it vice versa? Did it actually make you go, I got to keep this shit going? Like, all of a sudden, did it, did it make you seem like you were set for life? Let's just put it like that. When you went from five to six, were you set? Were you like, okay, good, I made it? Mm. I want men to know that, that want to pursue the five figures, right? The six figures. Because six figures is, is, let me just put this in perspective. Six figures is an old, is an old idea. And it comes from. The 1980s, in my opinion, because you hear a lot of people who are in that age group, boomers, Gen X. They think six figures is an accomplishment, which it is because only not not that many people make it. It does separate you from the rest. But there was a time where six figures was wealthy. In fact, I think if I look at my inflation calculator. Earning six figures in the 80s is almost equivalent to earning $650,000 today. Okay. I know. People are not going to believe me. They're going to disagree. Take your disagreement and shove it up your candy ass. Uh, and I'm going to pull it up just so because I have a thought. And I will get to the rest of the Super Chats. This is a blue chip moment. So don't say.
3: Don't say I didn't give you one. Okay. Inflation calculator. Inflation calculator.
0: Okay. In the 1980s, if you had six figures, you were wealthy as fuck. All right. You was wealthy as hell. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. All right. I got a CPI calculator again. Remember, this isn't going to be with complete accuracy, but I lived in this time. You were a yuppie at six figures in the 80s. Like you was cool. You was making it. today, not so much. So when I say making six figures today is more of a Boomer or a Gen X concept, it's true for Gen Z and Millennials. no. <laughs> all right. Let me see if I can pull this in right here. Nineteen eighty to today. Oh, what am I doing here?
3: Hmm. Okay. I want to. I'm trying to find a di- different calculator. Uh, inflation calculator. Somebody could pull it up. Nobody can pull it up. It says right here, oh, I, okay, I got, uh, nope, that's
0: not it either. All right, I, I meant to have it prepared, but it wasn't prepared like I wanted to have prepared, been prepared. Somebody look it up. But it's, it's um, 100K in the 1980s is an obscene amount of money today. Somebody pull it up if you can. Because all the inflation, uh, the inflation calculators I'm finding aren't the one Okay, Intervalue.
3: 1980 till today. I'll go 1980. See if I can pull this up. This is actually not going to give me the most accurate.
0: Okay. And this is the result. Cost of living. This is going to be a cost of living calculator. Cost of living. All right. So $100,000 uh, $100, in 1980. Okay. You see this? It's uh, uh, $355,000 today. Remember. Okay. 1980. And this is just a cost of living. So 1980, 100K is 355 today. And uh, as you remember, you see this? That's almost on point with this article here. That's almost on point. And that's just cost of living. Uh, That doesn't include a lot of factors. That was just the easiest one I can tap into. All right, let's see here. Let's just give you another number here. A million dollars in the 1980s. Let's just throw another zero on there. A million dollars, I mean, well, you can see it just rounded up. 300, uh, $3 million, 3.5. A million dollars in 1980s is $3.5 million today. All right, so the, the, the six figures where people say six figures, like uh, Kevin Samuels, we referenced him earlier. He's, a, uh, he's Gen 8. He, I think, yeah, he was Gen X.
3: 100K for Gen X was a big deal. Okay, but today... No. Listen, this is not, he like, what about taking tax into account? What about this? What about that?
0: This is not the show for this. Go to the money mindset. We break all of this down. Okay. This is just the basics. This is free information. We're not going to take everything into account. We just wanted to give you the basics, the basic understanding, cost of living. These things are affecting us. Okay. And my mindset tells me, and I'm telling you, 100k is not what it used to be. And when I said, in by 2030, 2045, 2035, 100k is going to be not, It's going to be standard. <laughs> it's going to be standard. And a lot of people aren't going to make it. We're going to have the separation of the classes. They're not going to make it. So if you can make it, you better start trying to make it. All right, you better. I'm just giving you advice you better be trying to start to make it here um let me see here I want to do one more thing here okay now remember I said the same 100k is not the same 100 the same 100k in 2019 is not the same in 2023 um, take a look at this this is
3: 2022 if you made 100k in 2018 it's now equivalent to 200 I mean 116. uh that's
0: a million give me a second I'll just I'll just that's a million so 100K in 2018 is now 116. 116. I mean, this is just a general chart. We don't get into uh, to specifics. We're not into specifics here. If you want to do that, we do that on the money mindset. All right, so let's get back to the show. All right, so it's not what it is. And guys, that's going to accelerate over time, just so you know, man. And our inflation is going crazy. By the time you take this calculator and put it seven years, 10 years down the line, <laughs> come on, man. All right, and let's get back to the show here. Strag on the nickel theater.
3: Let's go. right? Her daddy, sorry, sorry, but sorry. I
7: told him I needed some. We're money back for some groceries, and he decided to deliver the stuff have pick what he want to pick and have it delivered himself. Come here, come back here. You come back here, leave him alone. Come back here. He instead of sending me the money, he didn't have the groceries delivered. You don't know what my kids want. You don't know what my kids like. You don't, you, th- that's, that's me. You, you buying stuff off for what you like. And I, and, cause I told him, you know, I needed tissue and I was out and I needed some groceries. And he didn't went shopping online and had some groceries delivered. That ain't what I wanted. I wanted you to, to send me the money so I could shop my own stuff. So, um, me and my kids could eat what we want to eat, not what you want, the stuff you like. This was not it. I'm not happy about this
0: shit. All right, so what I said earlier when it was muted, I have to do this mute step to make the video play, the the intros. It's a little annoying. So sometimes I come back and I forget to unmute. However, what you're seeing here is five-figure shit. If you're involved in this, if you have a woman in your life bringing confusion and shit, all right, you need to cancel all of these people out of your life. These are crabs in the barrel. These are normies. These are people that's never gonna make it. They're not gonna make it in life. You got to leave them behind. I know a lot of people are like, "Well, that's the mother of your kids." I don't give a shit who it is, because they're literally living you. They dragging you. They they're they're doing stuff like this. I need the money. They drag you to child support. These are losers. I'm I'm sorry to tell you, these are losers. Now, if you're a loser like this, try not to be a loser like this. If your baby mama is a loser like this, try to disassociate. I don't care if you do. People are like, well, you can't leave your kids. Yeah, you can. All right. Look, it ain't going to get no better when your kids become an adult and, you ha- and they have a loser mother, <laughs> right? If the loser mother want to keep the kids, sometimes you got to walk the hell off because you can't keep yourself in this mindset because it's going to catch up to you. This is called reverse compound. This is reverse compounding. You do this day after day after day, week after week after week, year after year after year. What do you think is going to happen in ten in ten years? What do you think is going to happen after ten years? These are bums. So what you what I explained was she wanted. Money for groceries. The dad said, nah, bitch, you a drug addict. You a dope fiend. I'm going to just drop groceries off. She's still mad. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, these are losers and parasites. And of course, she has the kid too. Of course, she's harboring the kid like a fugitive, destroying the kid's mentality with struggle choice. She's choosing the struggle and she's keeping the kid away from the father of the child, the child's father. Dude, sometimes you got to leave these people alone, man. Leave them alone. I'm telling you, man. Look, a lot of you people hold on to people. Leave these parasites alone. I'm sorry. Not a lot of people are going to agree with me. But like I said, I'm not here to debate. If you want to be a loser, stay with loser people. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Leave Or leave losers alone and watch your life take off. Here we go. So number the next thing is to stop impregnating losers. Stop impregnating losers. Let's continue.
7: Now I just I had put a post up bragging about her daddy, but I told him I needed some money for some groceries, and he decided to deliver the stuff, help pick what he want to pick, and have it delivered himself. Come here, come back here. You come back here. Leave him alone. Come back here. He, instead of sending me the money, he didn't have the groceries to live. You don't know what my kids want. You don't know what my kids like. You don't, you, that, that's, that's me. You, you buying stuff off of what you like. And I,
0: yeah, so she's a dope fiend, obviously. She's a loser and she's ungrateful. She's ungrateful. Your kids are healthy, you're alive. You're going to smoke the money up. Everybody knows it. (laughs) So he was like, instead of smoking it up, here, have this. And she's just going to leave it out there like it's trash when she asks for grocery money. Again, this is losers. And this is five-figure shit. You think you could be, listen, you think you're going to become six figures with these people in your life? I'll ask you again. If you think you're going to become six figures with these people in your life, you're dead-ass wrong. I'm letting you know this right now. You got to leave these people behind. Sad to see. Let's talk about this guy. Apparently, this guy has listened to money, energy, attention, and time. And he's come up with this math formula to explain it. Let's play the video. Oh, of course. There's no video sound. Ugh. I didn't anticipate that. But sometimes when they share it like that on Instagram, I don't get the, um, it's automatically that the sound doesn't come in for some reason. So I have to go to my other browser and that's gonna take me to uh, do some things behind the scenes. This is why if you wanna know as a content creator why StreamYard is, is easier right? StreamYard is much easier with these problems alright you don't have these problems with StreamYard but if you wanna be creative StreamLabs makes this a lot more complicated um, and I don't wanna hear shit about the other things that you use. Let's continue here we go, here we go, right here here we go Women, <laughs> W. What does women equal? Fellas,
1: what does women equal? Time and money, right? Time times money. Okay? But what is time also? Time is money. Time is money. So money times money. What's the name of the saying money times money?
5: Money squared. Money
1: squared. <laughs> money squared. So guys, women equals money squared. But what's the root of all your problems? Money. Money's the root of all your problems. So money equals the square root of problems, which is P. How do you get rid of that square root? You gotta put it it to the power of two, okay? But you've also gotta put that to the power of two. So money squared equals
0: problems. But what does money squared also equal?
2: Women. Women (laughs) equals problems.
0: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's not that hard to figure out. Let's give him a win, though. Yeah. We'll give it to him. I mean, he essentially he essentially explained money, energy, attention, and time. And, yes, it has gone viral. I've gotten millions and millions of views on money, energy, attention, and time. All right, so um, your biggest problem... Um, in your life you're not your problem some of your biggest problems will come um, as a result of women unfortunately that's just where it is and all men pay most of the time you're paying for problems it's it's pretty simple to figure out but of course what about love well you got to take trade-offs if that's what you're pursuing you're inheriting problems or you're inheriting the transaction of resources money energy attention or time nothing's for free nothing's for free all right. If you think you're getting women for free, you're one of the most foolish men in America. And at some particular point, you're going to pay a heavy, heavy price for all of that free puss. Speaking of free puss, right, we got a woman here that's going to say what she's going to do into the future here. And we'll go ahead and switch the browser right here to let her tell the story. Uh, what does she have to say right here? Let's play the video.
4: So how much longer do you think you're going to be a prostitute? As long as people buy
6: this, I'm going to sell this
0: well, let's see here. Uh, um, I don't know who's buying methany out here, but um, listen, a lot of women are actually out here like this.
7: When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear
9: it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. She said, as long as people going to buy, I'm going to sell. She a celibate, ninja's going to buy a bit, and crystal meth needs some money. All right. She needs some money.
5: I got money. Play it
0: again.
6: okay <laughs> As far as having a normal life, maybe when I'm 30.
0: She said 30. She said maybe when I'm 30. This woman looks 35, fam. <laughs> Lord. She looked 35. Wowzers.
4: Why, is that old? Yeah. <laughs> really? 30s old, really?
6: Wow. <laughs> You're
4: gonna have a retirement party? In jail.
6: The day I decide to quit <laughs> being a prostitute, you guys can throw it for me. Be like, yeah, you're not gonna come here no more.
4: So, how much longer do you think you're gonna be a prostitute?
6: As long as people buy this, I'm gonna sell
0: this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Let's see here. This is going to be, uh, here's a straggle here. Remember when we tell you, sometimes females can get in your way, gentlemen. You're pursuing your life's goals. Uh, Sometimes they're the character, the main character in their own movie. You're just pursuing your goals. You're minding your own business. You got your head down. You going to work, coming home. Sometimes a woman will say, well, if you added me to your life, um, if you added me to your life, we can build together. All right, let's take a look at that, if that actually applies. And of course, they're normally not paying attention to the details. Here we go right here. ...20 Jahre alt ist, wurde als die dominierende Läuferin der 90er bezeichnet. Und dann war sie noch ganz unter dem Eindruck dieses Rennens offenbar, als sie die Anlaufbahn von Kofi Amor Pra im Weitsprung kreuzte. Ja, da schreit man, pass auf, aber sie weiß nicht, wohin sie ihn gucken soll. Oh, das sah bös aus. Kofi Amor Pra am Anlauf zu seinem vierten Versuch, but ich can see beruhigen, liebe Zuschauer. Beide
3: sind wohl auf. Er and it's all Jermaine Foone.
2: It's always Jermaine Bone. So
0: yeah, man, sometimes gentlemen in life, this is a metaphor right here. This is definitely this is definitely how life works. Um, so there you are minding your own business. There you are minding your own business. You got your head down. You ain't worried about nothing. Your money looking right. <laughs> Your money looking right. And uh, you're headed in the right way. Then all of a sudden, you get horny. Let me turn the volume down here. You get horny. And you're like, maybe if I add a woman to the equation, and here she comes minding her own business, not waking, not aware. There she is. And by the way, this is probably where you should be aware. She don't care. And even when they're telling her, hey, listen, stop what you're doing. You're doing it wrong. She says, I'm not doing it wrong. What's the problem? And then, wham, my goodness, look at this. Oh, my goodness. And she's in the wrong spot, obviously. And there he is tripping over her. And guess who's going to play the victim right here? You know whose fault that is.
2: And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's all
0: Jermaine's fault. Why didn't he he pay attention to where he was going? He got in my way. (laughs) He got in my way. Look, he got his head down, ain't worrying about no women, all right? I'm worried about what I'm doing. I'm building my life. And right here, she ain't even paying. Hey, look. Hey, you're in the way, ma'am. Who, me? Mm. Yes, you.
1: And that's you.
0: I'm not in the way. I'm not in the way. (laughs) Here he goes right there. Like, how can you be this oblivious? Like, how in the world? Hey, ladies, this is you. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies.
1: And that's you. This is
0: the perfect. This is you. You just oblivious. As to everything going along, you don't compound things. You, you know, you're good at micromanaging, but what you do is you actually disconnect one thing from the next, right? So as the you don't understand change reactions, what are we doing? Look. <laughs> mm. This is a symbolism of life, gentlemen. Trust me. You, if you want to understand the dynamics between men and women right here, this will tell you right here. This is it. Learn, learn it right now. This is it. Yes, you can get some puss. You can buy some puss, but this is what it's gonna turn into a disaster. Mm. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> How many more videos do we have to find like this? <laughs> oh man, that's what basically that sums up life, gentlemen. That's life in a nutshell. All right. And guess whose fault it is? I'm gonna just let you know.
2: it's all Jermaine fault. It's always
3: Jermaine Yeah. <laughs>
0: You was doing fine until she came along. Hey, um, <laughs> let me see if I can play any more here. Uh, let's see if I'm moving stuff around. I'm actually eliminating things here, moving them around. Uh, let's see here. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we'll play this one right here. This is what happens. So you want to be a police officer? Here it is, right here, and guys. It doesn't get better with age. It doesn't. And uh, uh one more thing here. Uh, uh I'll, I'll talk about this later. Let's let's play the video. <laughs> Ma'am, do you have a driver's license?
2: Um,
7: I
9: honestly don't have my reading license.
1: No, I asked you about your driver's license. My
9: son died at 21 and 21 days old. Okay, I'm I'm sorry sorry to hear that. My husband divorced me. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) Right when it happened. Stand right here. Look at me.
5: Look, Ryan. Ryan, look at me. Turn around and look at me. What? You want some respect?
7: He took my cigarettes. I was being little miss Mm-hmm. And I have titanium, Don't. no, I have titanium in my neck. I had a four level fusion. <laughs> right? Do you understand? Yeah, I understand, Okay. but you're pushing my button. Okay, go ahead and do the test, you're all right? You're
9: pushing my button.
7: All right, all right. Is there anything in your coat pockets, anything I should know about, poke me, stick me?
0: Yeah, and so what guys think is, you know, there will be a maturity level. It'll get better. You know what I mean? It'll get better. Guys, this woman played every single victim card. He said the victim card worn out. She took every victim card and tried to use it within five minutes. She got titanium steel plate. Her son died at 21 years, 21 days. Her husband divorced me. Somebody took my cigarettes. This is them in a nutshell. And as they get older, what happens? They pile up L's. And it's a whole, their whole life is.
2: And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault.
0: That's their whole life. i tell you about the story. I was getting the manicure and I had Ling Ling's rubbing all over me. They were begging and fighting to massage me. And there was a woman. She was in her 60s talking about her two ex-husbands ruined her life. Dude, her first ex-husband was like. 40 years ago. <laughs> she was like, and he did. And so they pile up L's being defiant. And even she admitted, little Miss Stubborn, they're stubborn and defiant. They don't want to listen. They're like dragging a mule. They're like leading a horse to the horse trough, but you can't make it drink. Then they pile up L's and then they blame it on you. All right. And then when accountability comes calling, it ain't, it ain't not, but anybody else's fault.
2: And it it's all Jermaine's fault. Okay. It's always Jermaine's fault.
0: This is five figure problems. This is five figure problems. If you're around people like this, relatives, your mother, your grandmother, your aunts, your nieces, all if you're around people like this, you got to get away from them. Get away from them ASAPly. All right, um last one. And then we'll get onto a free blue chip and then the super chats. Super chat on the notorious CGA channel. All right. So this crowd right. Um <laughs> And if you've noticed, I've become quite catankerous and rebellious during my blue chip streams. It's because I don't listen to broke people. Mm. All right. But anyway, that's a free blue chip. Ninja's trying to argue with me. I'd be like, Ninja, big bank take little bank. I've noticed that people who earn money don't be in here arguing with me. Right? When I'm on the blue chip mindset, we have a lot of high earners. When I see the super chats, it's not people who make the, the highest super chats are not arguing with me. It's the people who never super chat that be in here arguing with me, a.k.a. broke ninjas. And if you ain't broke and you ain't contributed, well, then I know who you are. That tells me about what character you are. So this is why I get a little cantankerous. You see what I mean? So just understand why I talk a little bit more lethally, right? Especially with people, uh, broke people. But let's continue with the show. All right, anyway. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, look at the attendance. Look at the mentality. Look at the attendance. Previous two streams, 3.5K concurrent, 3.2K concurrent. Today's stream, I am in mean across 2,000 concurrent. Take notes.
9: Continuing. Continuing. <laughs> Take notes. So this crap, Frank. <laughs> Here is a timeline of white women yelling at me. On the x-axis, we are plotting years. On the y-axis, we have the frequency of white women yelling at me. So this dot right here is where it sat the majority of my life, a little bit of yelling. The ones I was in a relationship had a tendency to yell a little more. Around 2013, the frequency of white women yelling at me did start to ramp up a little bit. That curve getting a little steeper leading up to the 2016 election. Immediately following the 2016 election, we see our first very steep jump. White women were not happy campers this era and the yelling at me did intensify. After reaching this peak the yelling at me did start to drift down a little bit with a few exceptions possibly due to yelling fatigue until we reached COVID 2019. At this point we did see a big jump in white women yelling at me almost back to 2016 peaks with a couple different events giving white women yelling at me a significant boost leading to a new peak May 15 2020 when the Central Park Karen meme hit. As the meme began to take hold white women initially responded by by yelling at me a little bit more, but as they really started to get rocked by that caring meme, and we slide down as some of that defensiveness took away from yelling at me, yelling did continue to drift as it became a little less effective in getting what they wanted, leading us to the 2020 election. Here we have Joe Biden becoming president, and other than a little glitch here January 6th, which led to a little more of me being yelled at, we have a general trending down of white women yelling at me as most of them felt their work had been accomplished, gave the vocal cards a bit of a rest, and that paired with men uniformly starting to insulate themselves from the really yelly ones on the dating market and continue to drift down to where we are right here, 2023, slightly below 2019 COVID levels of white women yelling at. And this is where I generally sit now with the exception of universities, smaller art scenes, and certain corporate environments where the white women most likely to yell at me have congregated. And those other areas will sit at around 75 to 80% of all time highs of me being yelled at by
0: Hey man, let's give him a round of applause. I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> and he's all point too. There's a direct correlation between women's moods and those events. Definitely they got a little derangement syndrome and uh they can't handle the stress. That's definitely good math. Men are using the whiteboard, apparently. White men are rebelling using the whiteboard. Apparently, they have to use graph and equations to explain their position, definitely because they're more plugged into the matrix. Shout out to, is his name Ryan Long? Shout out to him. Thank you for that and fair use. Let's give you a free blue chip right now, all right? This is a free blue chip, and it is probably coming from previous blue chip streams as reinventing the wheel is not necessary, all right? Um, as soon as I get that off there, a free blue chip for you. I got to ask you a question. I got to ask you a question. What's the difference between disposable income and discretionary income? What's the difference between disposable income and discretionary income? And, uh, when you understand this, you will understand why people who have more of, of the discretionary income tend to be the people we hate the most. They tend to use their discretionary income on things they like. And then people without discretionary income or even disposable income will tell the people with discretionary income, they should not be spending their money on that, right? I'll give you an example. You shouldn't spend your money on shoes, cars, clothes, and all of these things and vacations. We'll talk about this in a minute. And we'll talk about this in a minute. However, people who don't have the discretionary income don't understand what discretionary income is. All right. And thus, with their poor mindset, their five-figure mindset, they will tell people who have discretionary income and or six-figure income what to do with their money. Isn't that odd? You see this all the time. And you're like, you should you shouldn't be spending your money on that because they have five figures. They're placing their five-figure problems on six-figure problems. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you the difference. And you should be operating this. You should be thinking about this more than you thinking about getting some puss. Disposable income. A lot of Americans don't even have disposable income. Disposable income is the money left over from your salary after taxes are paid. Okay. Disposable income simply means the money you have left over from your salary, AKA working wages after all taxes are paid, all taxes, even if you're double or triple taxed. And this takes consumer spending. Thus, this does not even include all of the things that you need to pay for so people will say hey i only have enough for i only have enough for certain things and then i don't have enough for the things that i need this is means they don't have enough disposable income they're still giving up needs it's just they say i have my paycheck less taxes this is the disposable income that i need to pay all my needs for That's the month. That's it. That's just what disposable income is, and this 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 has a high impact on the economy. It dictates how much you're going to spend. Some people take their disposable income and spend it on um, on uh, on goods and I'm sorry, goods and services, and then they end up broke or they paycheck the paycheck. Now let's go back to the chart. Discretionary income. This is going to be the difference between 100k or six figures and five figure people. Is because people who tend to have or are disciplined with their five-figure five or they have six figures, they end up having more discretionary income, a.k.a. fun money. Fun money. So if a person uses discretionary income on an item and that person that doesn't even have disposable income tells the discretionary income person not to spend their fun money on something, they're wrong. They're wrong. The money is for fun things. It is for things that are somewhat frivolous. Now, should you use it on that? You don't have to. But let me tell you what discretionary income is. Whatever is left over after paying necessities out of your disposable income. And this is rent, mortgage, healthcare, transportation. This is the money left over after that. This can be spent on non-essentials such as dining out, investing, traveling. Now, we're going to talk about traveling on this free blue chip next. So this is fun money. Now, it takes me to a post that I made on the internet, on Instagram. It went viral. It went crazy. And the post had a voiceover essentially saying that you'll only go on two vacations, right? You'll only be able to have disposable income enough to possibly go on two vacations, and the guy was trying to phrase it as you're miserable if you can only afford two vacations. Well, we know the wealthy people go on at least four to five vacations a year. Okay. They go on four to five vacations. Now, you, some people in the comments said two vacations is enough, aka five figure mentality. Now oh, that's enough. Okay. But then they will say they're mentally they don't have good mental health. They'll come up with the victim card Olympics like the previous woman. Well, I can't do this and I don't have this. And then they'll point to a person going on extra vacations with their discretionary income or they'll buy a nice car, nice clothes, nice shoes. And they'll say, well, those people are bad. Don't people bad. They're using their money on stuff they don't need. Who's to say they don't need it? In fact, it says here discretionary income is non-essential travel, dining, investing, and even further fun money. And when I hear people say that, that's a five-figure mentality. That people tell people with discretionary income what to do with their fund money. (laughs) You don't need an expensive watch. You don't need, well, wait a minute. If he has it or she has it, why can't they spend it? They can spend it on whatever they want. However, they've already took care of their investing. They've already took care of their essentials. They don't have a a non-essential problem like you do. When you're thinking about what your money looks like, and we have a budget sheet on the money mindset, we're not going to give it to the normies for free. They got to invest in themselves. But we have a budget spreadsheet that essentially will boil down your essentials from your non-essentials, your disposable income to your discretionary income. If you have just disposable income and no discretionary income, you better catch up. Because instead of being jealous of people that have discretionary, in, uh, discretionary income, why don't you go get some? And we'll talk about how you can get some later in the show. Okay, why don't you go get some? And it's available out there, and it's no excuses left. Why don't you go get you some discretionary income instead of being pocket-watching everybody else's use of their discretionary, discretionary income? All right, it's just that simple. Somebody said, this is depressing. Welcome to life. See, you thought this shit was for free, didn't you? You thought this shit was for free. Welcome to life, young man. <laughs>
3: oh, my goodness. Guys thought life was going to be easy, didn't you? You thought life, what, what did you think? You thought you were entitled to something, didn't you? You thought you were
0: entitled to something, didn't you? Well, you're absolutely wrong. And for people who get up, they grind, they sacrifice and risk. For you to come in here and tell me you're depressed with this information tells me all that I need to know about especially men. This is absolutely a disgrace. It's a farce. (laughs) It's an absolute farce. People are out here. What's wrong with men? Let's get back to the show. Carl says, just went to McDonald's breakfast, has browns or two dollars. In 2018 they were $1, 100k in 2019 doesn't get you the same thing in 2023. The real price is 130k to compensate for the
3: inflation and I agree. I agree. 130k is where you probably need to be ladies and gentlemen. I know.
0: <laughs> right here. Darth Sunday says protect your meat masterpiece, and stay out of the wastelands, the wastelands in the building. All right, House of Ha says, the half went to buying more stolen horsehair. You saw that. Those people had an opportunity to get ahead, and they chose to buy stolen horsehair. It's crazy. Shout out to Osiris says, family, my sister laughs at me because of my muck mode combining two jobs at 34, but none of them get $45,000 in investment. I feel scared for them, and you should feel scared for them, Uh, especially total, uh, mostly women. Um, We showed you the data in terms of how women invest. Most of them are completely horrible at investing. Now, investing is a stage that I promote, and if you're not at the investment stage of your life, you need to get to it. You need to get to it, and it's not easy. It's an uphill battle and climb, especially if you've had, mistakes in your life. And we all have mistakes, so there's no judgment. But you must climb to the investment stage. We use the cash flow quadrant and we say the investment is from Robert Kiyosaki. The cash flow quadrant, quadrant tells you that investment stage is where you use other people's money, banks or whatever, or your own personal money, and you use manpower, not your own manpower. You use the multiplicity of multiple people and then you earn the ability to earn more money back than going to work, punching in and punching out. Can you make it doing that? Yes. Yes. But the beauty of compound interest means the earlier you understand this and don't become depressed by it, the, fe- the better it is for you 25 years later. 25 years later. Pug Dad says leasing office wanted them out and knew they wouldn't save the money once the error was recognized, planned eviction outside the normal practice. That's actually a good point. Josh G says, shout out to my city, Tyler, Texas, on the show. Coach, I didn't know this would happen. Shout out to Tyler. All right. Uh, Mr. Jonathan West says this stream, honestly, should only be on Patreon. He says, why throw pearls to swine? I agree. I mean, I'm going to just, for this I don't see going forward why this should be on YouTube. Just my personal opinion. Not this amount of information. No. I mean, the game should be sold, not told. And that's where I'm going to in 2024. I just don't see uh, this amount of sacrifice and risk. It it just doesn't yield much reward for me. All right. It doesn't. Um, And I'm not this generous of a person. All right. Um, I did did it for a year and a half. And I think that time has come where that is going to end. All right. We're going to continue on with the normal show. As you can see, I don't get the benefit of what I need as a content creator from this. All right? I don't get the audience, the views. I don't get the monetary background. I don't get the AdSense. It is what it is. All right? But I don't say i would never done it. Don't be mad now. Oh, he ain't going to do it no more. Hey, listen. I gave it to you. It is what it is. <laughs> all right? You're going to have to invest at this point. All right? So anyway, Derek Eaton says, uh, keep it coming. With the tough love and hard criticism, CGA, it's welcome. He says, I have noticed the change in myself, and I'm an old dog learning new tricks. Shout out to you. Mystical free agent lifestyle coach, as, you, uh, as a previously low self-esteem obese dude, it is in the NWO's best interest to have population overweight, weak, physically and mentally in debt, and high on legal and free-flowing illegal substances. Like, he says, think like a tyrant, right? Exactly. Think like a tyrant. 100%. It's, um, it's, and I know a lot of people don't agree with me. I think they're trying to get us, um, in a situation where, uh, you're sedated. Male sedation, male sedation. Let me show you a chart real quick. Now that you're talking about this, um, and I know the weed heads and dope fiends are going to be mad at me. Okay. Cannabis use linked to altered connectivity in brains, ex- uh, executive control network study finds. Now, in my opinion, much of this is the new cannabis, the legalized cannabis. This might not be the little uh, sticks and seeds used to buy, diamond nickel bags used to buy on the corner, right? That was something different. What you guys are getting is what I called you're getting, um, you're getting uh, um, chemically altered cannabis, all right? This is all cannabis coming from somewhere you don't even know. It's lab-oriented. It's lab-meat cannabis, all right? So the dope fiends, I'll throw you a bone there, Stick to your uh sticky icky and your chronic and your and whatever you want, your cabbage or whatever you want to call it. In my opinion, now that the government has gotten linked into the cannabis, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> right? What do you think is going to happen? But, of course, the do- synthetic. Yeah, you're getting the synthetic. You're not even getting legit re- grown. <laughs> and trust me, I know somebody that works in a dispensary. They tell me what's going on. All right? I know somebody that works in a lab, in a dispensary, that puts the shit in the vape. Right. And it's a woman and she tell she works in a lab with a lab coat. She can't even have static in there because it'll blow the whole thing up. And I'm like, that ain't no weed. Mm. <laughs> I was like, when did that become weed? All right, but anyway, y'all niggas don't want to listen. Um, let's continue. Doomsday Hustle says it's all right, coach. He probably meant this. I agree. Indeed. Indeed. All right, last one, and I gotta get back to the show. House of Has says black wealth equals passing on that section eight. Mm. Think of how much game that we pass on. That is linked to some sort of finesse or a hustle. I want you to think about this. Much of the game that we pass on to each other is linked to a finesse or a hustle. Hey man, this is how you hustle section eight. This is how you hustle child support. This is how you because men, men will pay to try to they barely will pay to hustle child support. They just, hey, man, help me out. They want to hustle, you know what I mean, how to flip this and hustle that and cut this and cut that. That's what game we pass on. Instead of me saying land, life insurance, inheritance. I disagree. Mm. (laughs) We don't want to delve deep into the topic. So we engage in this, what I call, the struggle didn't choose you, you chose the struggle. The struggle didn't choose you, you chose the struggle. In fact, compounding this is not understanding how you do this day after day, week after week, year after year, you compound struggle. Mm. Even if you get slightly ahead of the place you were at, you're compounding the struggle. Compound is just not a positive. You can compound negativity. People are trying to cut corners. You want a magic pill. You want a magic pill to these holes. You want a magic pill to marriage. You want a magic pill to not be fat and LBs. You want a magic pill to money. It's just not going to happen for you. And if it does, you're probably going to blow it. You're going to blow it. It ain't going to last. So here, let's go to the next segment here. So you want to be a father. This is a two-parter. And um, you know what? I might have to skip ahead on this one because I have to use Vlad TV's audio. And he he don't like that. Vlad TV don't like fair use. Vlad TV, let me use this. So you want to be a... Let's go to husband. So you want to be a husband. Let's take a look at the screen here. Take a look at this. So you want to be a husband, right? Um, when I tell you that mostly suburban white males, they be on some matrix shit. Mm. They on the matrix. Take a look at this. <laughs> I mean, ring the bell on this ninja right here.
3: Daddy's sticker chart. Right? Here it is. Wash dishes. <laughs> he gets a sticker in place. He
0: gets a 12-pack of his favorite beer. Put the toilet seat down. He got a damn uh, Snow White sticker. No nagging for a week. Change blown-out diaper. Naked hula dance. From yours truly. This girl right here. This woman is what he gets to see naked.
1: And that's you.
3: Bath. Wait. Bathe the Rugrats. I won't donate your favorite. Pit stained t-shirt.
0: It says pack the kids lunches. He gets as a reward. After several stickers. I get. What is this? I get out of the day house card. One get out of the day house. The dog house? I think it says dog house. Remember, I'm reading something that is very small. One get out of the dog house free card. Mm. Vacuum car seats. The baby's car seats. is very small. Have to go to some annoying kid's birthday party. She, he doesn't have to go to some annoying kid's birthday party. and Clean up, throw up. He gets a blow job. So you want to be a husband. Now look at the face on the wife. And look at the face on the husband right here. When I tell you suburban men are in some matrix bullshit, they got to they gotta keep this game up. And she thinks she has the power to do this. I mean, if she tried this on me, I would be like,
3: I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off.
0: Yeah, grown man slavery. uh, When women say, well, I don't want to get married. I don't want to be a slave. No, the guy's going to be the slave. And he has no way out. New, 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 new world of. Domesticated husband. He can't fight this. He can't leave. He can't walk out. He can't just sell the house. He can't pack up. He can't get his passport. He can't go to the junior college, the strip club. And what kind of blow job you think she's going to give?
3: What type of blow job she's going to give? Like, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, this is abuse. It's abuse.
0: Simple, plain and simple. But he's got to put up with it because men are supposed to put up with shit like this. And the normies love it on the internet. Speaking of, so you want to be a husband? How to keep your house peaceful. Now, if this content was done in, in oriented, now if they had a chart for women and this content was done for women, they would be up in arms. Take a look. Here we go. <laughs> He's essentially the dog now. How to keep your house peaceful. Essentially, you're going to be scared of the woman. You got, I mean, like, I just switch the genders on this. And, of course, guess what? The normies love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's wrong. Normies love it.
7: I'm not going to pick up that.
0: Now, look at the disposition the guy is in. I mean, look at, is this woman worth it? This woman, I would just rent this woman. Yeah, look. And look at her. Ugh. Look at this. Let's let's zoom in. This right here, gentlemen. This what you're working for? I'm not happy. <laughs> is this what you're looking? Is this what you're working for right here? Dog following you around. She looking at you like you a piece of shit. <laughs> so you want to be a husband?
3: All right, there you go. He enjoying his snack. All right, and here she comes. Nope. You enjoying the snack without me?
0: Oh yeah, here, honey. Yep, you get the last one. What happens to the father gets the big piece of the chicken? What happened? All right, here he's at least he's putting it in the dishwasher. Oh no, see, guys want mothers, so guys want you want your mother, don't you? Son husband asks. This is son husband activity, and of course she's exiting the shower. And have you noticed? She happened to get dressed up with a full hair makeup, hair and makeup done. She got tight fitting clothes. Got her sticks out, her legs. She he paid for the TD implant and the house. I mean, guys. I mean, guys. I, I I just don't understand why we're continuing to push this narrative. Um, and we know that's what it becomes. It's not a joke. This is not a joke. Uh, let's go to Dave Chappelle. Fair use. Dave Chappelle is going to explain about a man he knew who had his priorities out of whack. And um, here he is right here. He's going to talk about a man he knew who. Wanted to marry the love of his life. Let's play the clip.
5: I knew in high school that was an urban genius. This mother grades was so good. He got all the way from the hood to an Ivy League school with a full scholarship. From there, the motherfucker got himself into one of the best law schools in the country. And when he was in law school, he met a woman. They fell in love. They were going to get married. I remember him telling me about it. He was home for Christmas, and I told him, I said, my man, my man, save that bitch for later in your life. He didn't listen to me. He married her while he was in law school. All right, so this
0: is kind of what we're telling you And men of experience. We've experienced this, and you're like, oh, man, this is the one, not my girl. Okay, and you had to have her now. Now, we also tell you, you don't need her. You don't need to have her now. All right, but let's continue. And sadly...
5: They got divorced while he was in law school. He was a street from the hood. This man had nothing. And that bitch took half of that. (laughs) And then I just never saw him again for years. I go to Foot Locker. Guess who's the manager? That nigga. (laughs) Dressed like a referee. The whole shit. I knew it. All right.
0: And so, um, This story happens often. We talked about this in the stream, I think, yesterday morning, is that you're trying to become something, and then you're also trying to be a father. You're also trying to be a good husband. You're also trying to live the American dream, which is mostly the American nightmare statistically. Some do pan out. Some do just stick together out of misery. But he was well on his path. He had his purpose, and he ended up going from law school to referee at Foot Locker. I mean, he did his bidding. Hopefully, he'll recover. He has plenty of time to recover. But and now he's been bumped off his course, and he placed in his path. The priority was prioritizing parenthood and and fam and, and um and marriage. But your your mission wasn't complete. Your mission wasn't complete, and you did this with a person who basically prioritizes their feelings. Once she got what she wanted, bait and switch, and then. You become nothing. They don't care. They don't care. Um, let me play it again just for the people who missed it.
5: School that was an urban genius. This motherfucker's grades was so good. He got all the way from the hood to an Ivy League school with a full scholarship. From there, the motherfucker got himself into one of the best law schools in the country. And when he was in law school, he met a woman. They fell in love. They were going to get married. I remember him telling me about it. He was home for Christmas. And I told him, I said, my man, my man, save that bitch for later in your life. He didn't listen to me. He married her while he was in law school. And sadly, they got divorced while he was in law school. He was a street from the hood. This man had nothing. And that bitch took half of that. And then I just never saw him again for years. I go to Foot Locker, guess who's the manager? That nigga dressed like a referee, the whole (laughs) shit. The
0: picture painted there should tell you all you need to know. But of course, you know, it is what it is. It happens to the best of us. And when we are trying to warn you of it, we make sure we try to warn you of it. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't heed the warning. They want to prioritize their feelings on it. Let me see if I can find the Vlad TV interview here that I want to reference. And see if it's going to pick up on my um, my audio device. Because Vlad does not like me sharing the actual video. So let me see, Vlad. Where you at, Vlad? I know you watches my show. I know you watches my show. But you already said I can't be on your show. I know. You already said that. Uh, I'm going to pull up this. So you want to be a father. So you want to be a father. Let me see here. I'm going to pull up Lil Boosie right here. Uh, this is the one. Let me see if it picks it up. Uh, for some reason, did it pick it up? Okay. So I got it. All right, good. So we can only show you the screenshot and play the audio in the background. All right. So let's go ahead and pop it up on the, uh, thing here. Let's get you all set up. One man show. Remember. So you want to be a father. Unfortunately, I have to take you through some, some very interesting stories. This is Boosie. This is Boosie right there. There he is. He's a rapper from Baton Rouge. The Red Stick, Louisiana. We're going to play the video. I'm sorry, the audio only. You're going to hear audio, so the screen's not going to move. And this is him talking about he took his daughter's car from her and um, because she started to go on the internet and talk shit. Let's go ahead and play the video.
10: I play the audio. Your daughter's car. Yeah. What happened to that whole situation? Number one. You have a lot of kids. So, right. so the daughter's mother, is this the one that took the stand against you in your case? Yeah. Okay. So there's been a whole long history
3: of problems with you and her. Yeah. You guys have one kid together or two? One. One.
10: So you prided yourself with giving all your kids a new car when they
8: turned, uh, what, 16? Yeah. What'd you give her? Uh, 2023 AMG Benz. Wow. Okay. There's a new car there. Yeah. Brandon. new. What, did she just turn 16? Yeah. Oh. All right. So the girl, here's the car
0: right here. This is the car. He got his daughter. And I've talked about this story already. He bought his car. He buys, he has a lot of kids, by the way, and a lot of baby mothers. That's another story. But he's worked his way out of it. He's out of 911 here. He bought his 16-year-old daughter this car. All right. So um, let's continue to see what happened here.
10: Okay. Got it. So this is not your oldest daughter. This is nah, third, it's probably my third or fourth oldest daughter. Third or fourth oldest daughter. Got it. So she turned 16. You gave her a brand new 2023 Mercedes-Benz AMG.
8: 2023.
3: 2023. Yeah. Why did you take that car away? Because, um. Because her mom, um,
8: filed child support on me and, um. All of them was in on it together. Uh,
10: all, all of me, meaning who? My
8: daughter and her. Both of them was in on it together. Okay. Uh,
0: okay, so just catching you guys up. When he bought her the car, and guys, I've, I've gone through similar, so I can relate to this. You're busy trying to do what's best for your child, but sometimes the mother can be a hater. She doesn't want to see you do that. What she sees, and you cannot help this, she sees you're using resources that go, can go directly to her. So the mother, this is a case of parental alienation, a.k.a. abuse. Instead of the mother saying, thank you for buying a car, what the mother sees is those are resources you should be giving her so that, that she can buy the daughter a car, which most likely she's not going to do. Most likely the mother's going to take those resources and do do stupid shit, and not give even the daughter that. She'll actually say, well, we don't need that, a.k.a. we don't need that type of stuff. So you saw that the mother started to interfere. After he bought the daughter the car, the mother filed a modification of child support, then abused the child by parental alienating the daughter from the father. So this is much not more like spoiling the kid. What happened was the mother had primary custody. You'll hear in the story, the kid was fine until the mother started to now get the child support going again. So then she got the daughter in on it, all right? It's not, he didn't just spoil her. Now, this would look like spoiling to us. This would definitely be spoiling. But the mother hated that the dad did that to her. Remember, that's their only child together. And then she said, I'm gonna scheme yeah, my he, I'm gonna scheme and then go against the dad because he he did this. So let's go ahead and continue with the story here.
8: My daughter was my kids, you know my kids come stay for the summer. Yeah. Uh all of a sudden
3: my daughter said, I gotta go back. I gotta go back. All about the blue. Like, what you gotta
8: go back for? I gotta go take my mama. To it just none of this made sense. Uh, and the whole time she was trying to hurry up and go back because she knew her mama had filed child support on.
0: All right, so the daughter knew that the mom filed child support
3: even after the car was gifted. Okay, and uh, I've taken care of that child, man. I'm not one who. I'm not one who
8: not gonna take care of their children. I took care of that child since I didn't know it was my child. And I didn't even know she was my child at first. So Mama was putting the baby on somebody else. I I never ran from oh, my okay. I didn't know that. So so originally when yeah, originally she was named some she was named as some something else. All
0: right. So there's something else going on there. There was some paternity fraud or the mother thought another guy was a kid. Boosie said, it's my kid, or they did a DNA test. It was determined to be his child. Uh, This happened up front at birth or around the first year. Now it's Boosie's child, and he he took care of her and was in his life all the way up to 16. All right, let me get the rest of the story here for you.
8: You know, call me all these. Your daughter called you that? Yeah. uh, I was keeping a car. I was just going to be a bargain to you know. I was gonna be a bargain too for her to go down there and take that shit off me, but when she got on there, and, you know, called me a bitch ass nigga, you know, called me all oh, these. Your
10: daughter called you that?
8: Yeah. Oh, she's sixteen. Yeah. Damn. You know, it was it was all off limits then. You know, like with how she disrespected me, like you'll never have no good luck, bro. Disrespecting your parents like that, and and I'm not a parent who. Deserved that. You know, I, I always, one thing I do, I take care of them fucking kids.
3: I love them to death. I take care of them kids. And, uh, that's why she was, you know, she was up trying to, trying to get from here. I didn't know what it, what it was for. Nobody
8: knew what it was for. She, I gotta go. I gotta go. But she already knew what it was. She was.
3: Now, I, I want you to see
0: this because you can't see it on the video. This is what his face looks like as he's telling this story. Um, he thought that taking care of his responsibility was going to be enough. And I hear this argument. Well, you still got to take care of him. For some reason, this isn't even enough. Even when you do that, for, it's, it's synonymous of the woman who asked for the money and got the groceries because you're doing what you're supposed to do. And some men think that's going to earn back people's respect. Sometimes it doesn't. And this is a cold, harsh reality. Sometimes doing the right thing is not even enough. Sometimes giving the woman groceries instead of money is not enough. Sometimes being present in their life is not enough. Sometimes paying the child support is not enough. Sometimes being in their life and paying the child support is not enough. You still become a deadbeat. You still become a deadbeat. And so that's how he feels he's been treated. And of course, I'm not going to play the entire video. You can go check it out. His other kids have turned against the daughter as well. All right, and so he goes into that. He spends a lot of time grieving and feeling that he didn't deserve this. All right, so um, you know, much of much of his life, I mean, much of his stream is this. But essentially, what you saw was what I. Oh, you guys can't see it. Um, father is the last to know. So the daughter knew, and and let me just say this: the daughter and the mother knew that he was going to get her a car. Because he said he did this for all of his, I think he said three or four kids previous to that, he bought him the car. So she knew this was coming. The mother knew this was coming. So for her to go down in child support, and I don't know if you know how child support works. Whatever you, in order to get these cars, sometimes if he got them on a, I think he said he leased them. I'm not sure. He leases them, which is not a dumb move. Um. What he said was what happens is they can go back to your lease paperwork or your loan paperwork and get what your income is. These women know this. This is the stuff when we tell you they pass on hustle to them instead of passing on tangible things. These women know that. So they're gonna say, Hey, get that lease paperwork on the car. So now she wants to double dip and then get the car. What she thought was she they were gonna keep the car. And get the child support in addition. But what fathers have to do. Is not be afraid to cut these people off. I don't give a fuck what you think. I know. Cut that bitch off. I know. You're going to say no coach. You got to try your hardest. I'm of the. You got to cut these people off. What she thought was. The daughter was going to keep the car and she was going to get the child support too. But what he did was he took the car and he said, I was going to use that to leverage. Hey, don't act up. But it wasn't enough. Once he took the car, then she went on the internet and started trashing him. Calling him a deadbeat, all that stuff. So I'm telling you, man, people don't want to cut these people off. The damage is done. This woman has poisoned that daughter. And it's going to be a, probably a decade before she figures it out. If not, a decade and a half. You don't want these people in your life. I don't care where they come from. There was a time where people disowned bad kids and divorced wives and let them freeze. You got to do that. I know guys are like, oh, no, you got to work, you got to be there. No, you, you don't. In my opinion, you don't. If they're uncooperative, just like this, if people are in your way of progress They're the closest people, proximity, likeness, and relationships. Those are your biggest, those are your biggest
3: competitors. Those are the people who are going to screw your life up first. Listen to me. The people who are close
0: to you, like you, look like you, or related, you got to avoid those people first. If those people are trying to screw your progress up, Those are the people you got to get rid of first, especially a 16-year-old daughter. She knows better. She knows better. A woman, a mother, an adult woman who's trying to double dip, finesse the system, and using vindictive behavior to capitalize on you and do no work deserves to be disowned and cut off. I'm telling you, this is anti what people push. But I'm sorry,
3: you got to do this. You will feel better for this. It's going to hurt, but you got to let them go. The damage is done
0: with that daughter. The daughter's already been abused enough by that mother. This is parental alienation, what a lot of people have done to kids against fathers. But some people don't accept it. They think, oh, I got to keep putting up with this bullshit. No, you don't. I'm telling you. Your best interest is not to put up with these people. Cut them off because it's only going to pull you back into their misery. Cut them off. Let them go. Move on. And if in due time they come back in the right spirit and mindset, you welcome only the daughter back. Let that hussy ass ex-wife or ex-girlfriend baby mama go. You got to let her go. You can't fix the damage. You don't even have the, you don't even have the faculties to fix this damage. Okay. You don't, you don't even have the background or history. You don't even have the time to fix the damage that has been done. You don't. And it's only going to damage you. It's only going to damage you. I know some fathers in here are like, oh, I'm telling you the damage is done with that young lady. She's not coming back from that. If she's on the internet calling him all kind of shit, there's no coming back from that. Let her go. Let her learn it the hard way. All right, uh, so you want to be a father. Part two, this is This is still Bootsy. All right, we got him. The, fir- the story continues. The story
3: continues. So this is Bootsy now saying, uh, let's see here. I got the wrong video up. This is him now saying,
0: the daughter's mother, this is how sneaky they are, so pay attention to details here same situation, same scenario. We're going to use the audio. shorter video.
10: Fair use. So, you took the car back and you said you're going to donate it to cancer uh, to the Cancer Foundation.
8: I like high ride. I'm thinking about uh still you know, keep it. I might uh my boys were like, "Man, uh, since they talking shit, uh you want to trade it in for a Rolls-Royce? You can get it. <laughs> get the Rolls-Royce back." <laughs> you can get a brand new Rolls-Royce with a $70,000 car. Okay. You know, I can okay. put that down on her. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Okay. But but your daughter's
10: not mad at you, and your her mom is now even more mad at you than she
3: usually is. Yeah.
10: Have you guys ever had like a cool relationship at any point? Or has it always been Rocky?
3: Uh is, is
10: this the most difficult baby mother that you that you've dealt with? Oh,
8: definitely. Definitely the most difficult baby mother I have dealt with. I mean, I mean, it's always been, I mean, it's always been shit, but you know, I do my part. So I never, you know, the money, bro, I do my part. I, I, she was living with me. She was going to Alpha schools and Alpha relatives. I mean, I'm talking about straight A's, bro. I'm talking about, she had white friends.
0: <laughs> All right. So for the people who say he was just spoiling her, which is a debatable concept. He's saying the daughter lived with me and he sent her to private school where she had all white friends. So this wasn't just, Hey, you live with the mom. I'm going to give you a car. He actually was funding her education. This is a blue chip. You know, he's a rapper and you know, he's loaded definitely, but he's not a, he might sound ignorant. He's not. The guy's pretty smart and he has his ducks in a row. He's taking care of his kids and he's putting them in a better position. And I can relate to this story and it still wasn't enough. While he had his daughter in private school doing better, the mother was still stewing and bitter. The mother was still out to destroy. And she saw the resources that the daughter was getting and got jealous. And she said, I want those resources and pulled the kid out of the school, pulled her blessing away, her car that he gifted to the other kids and literally sabotaged the daughter. Let's continue. Remember, there's never enough. Once men, once men getting this position to try to please women, all you do is raise the bar. Listen to me, young men. All you do is raise the bar. So let's just say your girlfriend's like, why don't we go out on date nights? You, go, you take her out on date nights tomorrow, that's going to be the new standard. You raise the bar. You can no longer go below that. You go below that, it's not good enough. Then she says, we don't go on vacation. That's what's going to happen. Her first ask is not the last ask. So she asked for this, just like feminism. Well, we just want to work. Now it's, we want equal pay and it don't matter. Like it's gone off the chain. So the first ask is not the last ask. That what you give her is not going to be enough sufficient. They're going to get used to it and say, I want more, 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 more insatiable. This is just how they work. Understand it. Accept it. Let's continue with his story here. So he has her in private school, has her not around straggles. She don't have them around ninja shit. He don't have her around hoes and twerking ass and black and miles. He got her in the suburbs of Alpharetta outside of Atlanta. He's got her driving good. And the mother said, I'm going to sabotage that shit. Let's listen.
8: You know, when she gets back there, she's, she's corrupted. It's not a stable place. Her grandmother has done over 17 years in prison for stealing. Her mom has done over 10, 20 years for stealing.
3: Uh, the lesson for Boosie is stop impregnating straggledaggles. All right, let's continue.
8: It's a family. It's, man it's 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 not a it's you bro a, a child can be corrupted bro
10: i think this is a
3: very important and most women
8: turn into you got to understand this Vlad. let
3: me let me see how I gonna explain this uh most city girls mamas were city girls yeah most
8: delta alpha deltas in college their moms was delta most of the time, if you raise around and you're a reflection of that woman. That's just how most attorneys moms was in law school. Yeah.
0: So what's the blue chip there? You can't you can take the person out of the ghetto, but can't take the ghetto out of the person. Right. This is why when black men sometimes elevate to the suburbs, they go get a white woman or a Latina because those people are trained to be wives. But you try to go back to Inglewood and bring a girl to the suburbs. She's going to be she's going to be uncomfortable out of her element. And all of her family, she's six degrees separated from Pookie and then two degrees separated from a strag, all right, like her mother or her sister, all right? So you can't take them out of there. Don't go back to the hood and bring a hood chick to the suburbs. You only deal with suburban-oriented chicks. Let's continue. And that's not a guarantee That's just how it is. Yeah,
10: scammers have scammer kids. You know, that's just just (laughs) what it is. And and I think think what's important in situations like this, because a lot of young people watch these interviews, is that I know that everyone is out and, you know, they have fun, they are having sex and everything else like that. But you just have to realize that the person that you're having fun with that night could potentially link you to that person forever, right? Forever, forever. Because even when that child eventually turns 18 and the child support stops, that is still the mother of that child. And you still have to maintain some level of relationship with that person. Right. So anyone who you not want to be connected to for the rest of your life, think twice.
8: I always tell my people that, bro, like,
10: think th- Think twice. And, why and learn, learn you,
8: from Boosie's mistake. Why should you put your... Bro, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, man, bro. Be careful. That shit hurt me. That hurt me, bro.
10: Right. Because
8: that woman who you
10: sleep with that night might take the stand against you in a murder trial.
8: Right. And do more than that. She might, you know... This is the same woman. Remember, I was arguing on the phone with her and she, yep. she, she recorded it, bro. Recorded and put it out. Yeah, sent it to the DA trying to get me locked up, bro. All
0: right, so let me take this off the screen in case you missed that. He said this is the same woman who recorded me on the phone arguing with her and sent it to the DA. I think he was on trial for, what was he on trial for? Potentially a murder or a homicide case. I don't know what it was. All right, but. This woman intentionally baited him to call, and she recorded the call and sent it to the district attorney as evidence. Remember, I call them agents of the state, agents of chaos. All right, I've had my ex even do similar. Uh, can you jump on the phone and call and so we could talk about the kid? No. Now, when people see, hear that, they're like, you're not cooperating. You're not. No, they're setting you up. I mean, I'll tell you, they don't have good intentions. If they had good intentions, they would cooperate. This is how women show good intentions. They cooperate, right, with the male. If they're anti-cooperative and then all of a sudden trying to cooperate, they're trying to set you up, right? I'm telling you, man, they don't have good intentions. They're always doing something deceptive, screenshotting text messages, initiating conversations, recording interactions. Never, I just tell them, just cut them off. Don't communicate with them. And when you communicate with them, if they send you a message, wait 24 hours before responding. Let them know. Um, We'll respond between 24 to 48 hours of any of our conversations. What that does is that lowers your emotions and it will be least likely you will lash out and respond. All right. And so that's that's how I have a common communication with my ex. All right. Whatever message you send me, at least give me 24 to 48 hours to response. However, you're not entitled to a response. All right. A no response doesn't mean I ignored it. Um, so on our here, I read it. As long as I read it, I'm not going to give you a response. All right? I don't have to respond. But if I do respond, it's not going to be immediately. That way you can. But if you respond immediately, oh, you bitch, you bitch. She's going to screenshot that shit and take it to the damn feds. Okay, that was a blue chip. That was a blue chip. All right, come on, man. Uh, anyway, so you want to be a father. Let's take you to this one right here. Uh, yes, people do uh, scandalous shit out here, men and women. Let's go ahead and take you to the scene. Fair use. I, I know. <laughs> I feel your
6: nervousness from here. Are you okay?
2: Yes, you are, I am.
6: Mr. Benning, you are not the father. You said earlier that if Robin was not your biological child, it causes you to doubt whether or not you truly are the biological father of Jermaine
7: Benning Jr. The court wants to make sure when you leave here, you have the whole truth. You are not the father.
0: Yeah, you know, I honestly think that... Much of what we've learned in our society related to what fatherhood is, what especially black fathers, black fathers have been completely annihilated in, in, in what people perceive them to be. And I think women use that against them in court proceedings, divorces, child custody, child support. They use the fact that people don't think black fathers are anything. But what I know is that black fathers actually care about their children and this is why they're not present with them. Hear me out. Hear me out. The fact that you care about them is why they get used against them. Yeah. The fact that you care about them is why children get used against you. See, if you didn't care, there's no way for her to empower the system to use the kids against you. If you didn't care about your name being given to them. They would name them all kind of goofy ass shit. It's the fact that you care is why this reputation has been able to be carried on as you being a deadbeat for so long. Men actually care about their kids and they get used against you as such. This is typical. If you didn't care, they wouldn't be able to use it against you. Thus what you do is overcompensate. People know that there's data that suggests black men take that much more care of their kids when they get an opportunity to. It's over and above most races of people because they they are constantly being challenged with that imagery. Other races of men, white men, Latino men, they're known to be able to just go to work. As long as they go to work and come back and provide mamacita, all right, abuela can do what she needs to do. Now, it's not perfect over there. As long as that man, that white man, is he stays executive vice president Go focus on that. Stay away from me and stay out of my house. She don't give a shit if he's there and active, for the most part. And they can't use that against men as much as they can use that against black men. All right? The the white men and Latino men can be out of the house and going to work. Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the most dominant athlete, wealthy businessman, billionaire, NBA owner, and still to this day, still to this day. People criticize how good of a father he was.
2: Mm.
3: And he wasn't around for his kids. Them championships don't mean anything. Even a nigga like Michael Jordan couldn't escape the faults of the black man and his parentage. Did you hear me? I said it. They even still criticize Michael Jordan. For not being a good dad. And this dude is.
0: Come on. (laughs) He was selfish. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. He
3: won them Check What? Hmm. All right. All right. Y'all ain't ready.
0: So. I see y'all still stuck in the matrix. And look at the attendance. Look at the attendance. When I started making alterations to. This show, you'll know why. But I appreciate the people that are here. Trust me, I do. But you know what I gotta do. (laughs) Yeah, even Obama was criticized. I actually showed you. Even Barack Obama, during his presidency, Michelle Obama criticized him being president. I showed you that. I did a whole show on that one. Even she was like, well, he was there. Now, what president in the history of presidents have been criticized for them not
3: being a parent?
0: I mean mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing and then what we'll do is we'll say well the stepdad was there at least Shaquille O'Neal Zion Williamson Kevin Gar, Kevin Durant I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then the stepfather gets president precedence with the incomplete story interesting world that we live in but we got five-figure problems coming next do do me a favor hit the like button As I take a quick break, it is a necessary break, but do me a favor, hit the like button and continue with the show.
6: Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. That the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which means, you know, a man who this (laughs) is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're gonna hold off on the baby making, we're gonna hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher
7: than you.
0: So before, right, it was okay. When the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do you know, treat you, and all this other kind of stuff, and now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating, dating down. down,
1: I mm-hmm. hate that. What
0: is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money, right? You know, are you gonna find many men out there that makes as much as you do? I, I can do that by
4: myself. Left to say. All right, time now. Five eleven. Let's. <laughs>
0: All right, man, thanks for allowing me to take that break. Do me a favor, hit the like button. I think we got enough likes, so that means we're going to continue to the main event, and that is going to be five-figure issues. Um, Trying to turn it into six-figure issues right here. Uh, One of the things that uh, we're going to talk about here, we're going to start off, oh, we got to start off with Super Chats. All right, so I appreciate that. We got to get the contributions going right here. Shout out to Hodge. He says, my grandpa went to prison at an old age and knew his health wasn't going to hold up transferred the house into my grandma's name and the area got gentrified and she sold it for 800 000, or can we hear $800,000 when she died we all got a $100,000 a piece wow did you hear that story but of course I was wrong on inheritance and life insurance so there you go right there when the grandmother died they all got 100k now I want you to ask yourself how many of you have had your grandparents die, your parents die, relatives die, and you had to have a GoFundMe? Jig says, grew up in L.A., living in Vegas now, driving trucks for 10 years. Small cities and big cities are a big difference, especially accessing um, access and opening and closing hours. Nothing 24-hour like Vegas except truck stops. Facts. All right, so if you're used to things being open at 11, do things in the suburbs close at 9? If you're lucky, sometimes 830 on a weekday. Francine Cook cannot join the top tier level Patreon for help on a project than the lower tier level when done. Sure. Okay, JC says, uh, good morning, coach. I'm quietly enjoying the show at the gym. Since I've been blue chipped, I have zero debt. And enjoying the free agent lifestyle took a huge buyout from a tech and on to new things. Shout out to you. He says, also shout out to you and your efforts and work ethics. Appreciate you. And he says, why would you skeet in a woman that talked like that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> be careful who you skeet in. I mean, that's the big thing we want men to understand. All right. And um, you never know, man. It's, it's very difficult to even predict where the person will be. And uh, it could cost you a lot. It could cost you a lot. Did I get Glenn, Ble- Blah, 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 Glenn Beck? I did get you, brother, over there. Let's check Cash App. And then we'll get over to the rest of the show pj throwaway says dropping gems today coach got to show my appreciation appreciate that i appreciate that in the cut says og adams keep your foot on the gas respect yes for this content juan Primera says xx's think jobs will make them rich then uh, rich and they'll die trying jobs will not make you rich at all um we we this elementary conversation that i've had Having a job is not going to get you there, all right? Now, there's the millionaire next door mentality, but I still think if you want to live, do the millionaire next door, great book, by the way, you need two incomes. You need do, You need two incomes. You're going to need two. You can't do that. That book is old hat, meaning that you're going to have a basic job and then you'll become a millionaire. Um, if there were two teachers, you could do it, but you would have to be on the same accord more than likely. All right. But the job is just overbroke. You're not, you're not going to become wealthy. Highly unlikely that most people will become wealthy. There are going to be some people that do, though. Everett Walker says, best damn show on YouTube, free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you. I'm, I'm off on my sound effects.
2: For, 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 for life,
0: for I need night. money, says blue chip mindset, best show of the week. Shout out to you, and that's a sponsorship. All right. And where we at here? No government ABH says excited that you're starting a blue chip mindset channel. Indeed. It's just going to just transition over there. If you miss it, you miss it. All right. Shout out to, we're going to call you, or we're going to call you Old Brown. Thank you for your contribution. And then Raphael, he says, collection, coaches' feed picture collection. I do need some more feed pictures. Ron says, free agent lifestyle for life. What that? Yeah. All right. uh, Let's see here. Okay, and I got PayPal. Let me get PayPal. We're we going to be on the main event. We're going to be there. It's going to be there. Best damn show on YouTube. Hit the like button. He says, can you become wealthy on unemployment benefits? <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know how you're going to hustle that. Unemployment, we call it unenjoyment. Unenjoyment. All right, shout out to Adrian Paul. What do you say, sir? He says, uh, Coach, last night I went to the Miami Marlins game, bought myself premium seats, got to the game early and he says, uh, got a batting practice ball. On top of that, I ran into and met cornerback uh, Jalen Ramsey. Got a picture and he autographed my baseball. All this I would not be able to do if I was on a date. Free agent lifestyle for life. For, 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 for life, for life. Treat yourself, gentlemen. Don't be, a, don't be a dude that be like, every time you want to do something, you got to call up somebody or a girl. Hey, you want to go to the game? She says, no. Oh, and you don't go to the game. Ninja, just go to the game. No, government name says we are running the same hurdles in life no matter what background we come from and or what we have. There's always going to be problems and good times. All right. Oh, by the way, now that you bring that up, here's a blue chip for you. Here's a blue chip. Guys, most people who are successful,
3: they actually have lost a lot and succeeded very little. Most people who are successful have lost a lot but only succeeded a little.
0: But that little bit of success separates you from them. Mm. It's separate. That's what separates us. Not the losses, it's the wins. And the wins are few, but oh, are they mighty. They're big time. The wins are the one. So it doesn't mean, just because you're successful doesn't mean you don't have problems. That's a five-figure mindset. You got five-figure problems, and six figures ain't going to solve them problems, right? Once they fi- fixed it, once they fixed it, they start winning. And, oh, that's when people start paying attention to you. And then they start saying you had privilege. You're spending money unnecessarily. You don't need all that. You're grifting. You came from privilege. You have you your Uncle Tom. Oh, but when you were losing, nobody else, nobody was paying attention. When you were making mistakes and taking losses, nobody was paying attention. And the people who knew you saw you losing and said nothing. Only when you start winning
3: is when they start coming after you. All right. So if nobody's coming after you, you definitely ain't winning. Oh. Shout out to our man Will here from Saskatchewan. Two years ago, you talked about land
0: insurance and a will. Today at 36, I have my own land in Canada, seven acres, and got 150 acres in Ghana from my grandpa, single and black guy from West Africa. And I have my will completed and life insurance all set. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. And that was one of the earliest blue chips that I dropped. Is that get those things? You got to get those things. And boy. Once you realize those things don't cost as much as you perceive them, it's just our priorities in obtaining them, they're not, they're not that expensive. Kalen says, people think, the okay, I already got that one. All right, so um, I think I got that one. Uh, how much does a uh, life insurance premium cost? I know there's going to be somebody, you don't need life insurance. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> life insurance is a scam. These ninjas, these ninjas. I mean, God damn. How much, anybody have life insurance, how much is your monthly premium? How much is your monthly premium? Just roundabout. Just so you can show these ninjas, all right? And you don't have to say how much your premium is because you might be worth more dead than alive. Don't let them know your address, okay? How much is your life insurance premium? I know you guys are slightly behind, so it takes a little bit time to catch up, all right? Uh, It varies on age and health, yes. Oh, by the way, you want to get your life insurance as early as possible. There could be. How much is your... How much is your monthly payment? Your monthly payment. That's, that's what I'm asking. Okay. Your monthly payment. Your monthly payment. There you go. You guys are seeing it right here. The younger you are, the cheaper you are. Meaning that don't be 40 and smoke black and miles all your life and have STDs and then get cancer and then go get life insurance. You're going to get screwed. So you want to be 20, 25 thinking about this. And as you can see, the life insurance payments I haven't seen one over 200 bucks. I have not seen one over 200 bucks. I haven't even seen one really over 150. The one I see here, he got 500K at 130. All right. I see some very low payments. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. For that much money a month in your, let's go back to this chart right here when we distinguish between discretionary and disposable income. If you look at your money, You cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that people don't have that amount of money per month. You
3: cannot tell me that people don't have that amount of money per month. You're spending that on dope, Kool-Aid, sneakers. You spending that on some shit. You spending that on on a date, dating a fat chick. You spending that on Tinder premium. I want you to go to your budget. This is why we do the money mindset. I haven't seen,
0: the average is 50 bucks, 80 bucks, 35 bucks, 28
3: bucks. Y'all buying Coke, starter jackets, (laughs) beer, penny, hand dog, four locos, video games, Madden. Don't tell me. Somebody said I pay 4 a month. Okay, you must have got it when you're old. iPhones. iPhone insurance. Insurance for your iPhone. You can't tell
0: me a goddamn thing. Let's just say it was a scam. Let's just say it was completely unnecessary. That little money compared to where you put that money was probably be worth losing that money and getting the benefit later as opposed to the new Jordans you bought for sure because you bought some. <laughs> you definitely bought some. You went to Express and bought you some Coogee. You bought you a Coogee sweater. <laughs> Even if we go with the idea that it, we don't need it, compared to the shit you bought, you definitely lost You definitely lost. You definitely lose it. Even if you did. Did you need the starter jacket, Ninja? (laughs) You definitely did. Ninja, that's a gas. That's a gas tank full of gas at 80 bucks. But spent 175 on Call of Duty. Man, please. Mm. Think about it. Priorities and shit. (laughs) Think about it. Unbelievable. All right. Anyway. All right. Let me stop with the. Living better now, Coogee Sweater now. Let's get into the main event. Did I get another super chat? I did not. All right, so let's get into uh this portion of the show. Listen to your boy Fitty. Fitty cent. What do you gotta say, sir? This is the oh. It's a blue chip mindset. All right, let me give the let me get the whole little banner up and everything. Okay, let's see what Fitty gotta say. Oh, this ain't free blue chips. Okay. I meant to put something else on, but let me go ahead and play what he has to say. I'm curious. Here we go. Look at this.
8: We think we got it hard here. It's not hard here. You don't see how people fight to come across the border? They want to be here, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you go and look, when you get into those other territories, when their lower level, their poverty is more extreme than ours. You see what I'm saying? And we got some people that have just decided not to try. They're more comfortable in a tent with nothing on their schedule every day. That's, some of them make the decision mm. to just get the tent. And feel no pressure to make it or no pressure to do anything. You know what I mean? And that's just, the I don't, I can't comprehend the thinking. Like, you know, my my thought process is so different from them that I can't relate to it, but it's real. Preach. Look at this. All
0: we right. Think we got. And so, you know, I know a lot of people here, the depressed men of society, are gonna say, "Well, he got it from rapping, get by gangster shit, right?" But it still it was a mentality. The mentality was seen pretty early, where he says, "Get rich or die trying," right? Which tells me he was willing to risk and sacrifice a small percentage of his life to earn big the rest of his life. Now, I don't know his financial issues or his finances. But what he did was he exchanged a hard 10 years to put himself in a position to live out the remainder of his life. And I kind of approach content creation the same. I'm like, I'm going to just push, 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 push. And then whatever I get out of it, I'm going to get out of it, pass it on, whatever I need to do. And if I can get 10 years out of this, five years, I'm at the five-year mark. All right, so I'm like, oh, I mean, another five years could be easy. And then maybe I don't have to do it anymore. You never know. I can put myself in a position for that. Or I can keep it going. Who knows? Or I can turn it into another endeavor. I can parlay. Parlay. These are all blue chips. And these are expensive-ass blue chips I'm giving you, to be honest. All right? I'm feeling very – I don't feel very happy about what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, I don't feel very happy about giving this amount of material in this manner. All right? That's kind of where I'm transitioning. Just to, just to give you an honest assessment of what I'm doing. I, I think this is way too valuable to be doing this on this platform in the current state that it's in. okay? It's time for me to transition as well. All right. But, you know, with this being said, a lot of people look at where they are and they're depressed. But what he's also telling you is where you are is where people want to be. Where you are is where people want to be. And I find this hard for men to understand because they do things like box themselves in. Let me let you take notes. Let me let you take notes. I want you to listen to these three things right here because I said these five-figure
3: problems is holding you back from becoming a six-figure person. These three things. Discipline, right? Discipline.
0: The discipline that that, that a person needs to get where they want, especially when you're already where you want to be, where you already want to be, This discipline is going to separate you from the people who have and have not. Are there things that are going to come into your, uh, are there things that are going to get into your way that will prevent that? Yes, women, other things that you're going to blame for that. We'll get to the third one in a minute. That's going to clear this up. But discipline is one of the biggest ones. And I've noticed, and have you not noticed, if you follow me,
3: if you follow me on multiple channels, And stuff. You see the discipline that I have. This discipline is going to
0: separate you from the people who have and have not. Is it always going to be a win? No, because I take L's on this platform all the time. I have to give away free information, 90% of it. I have to deal with demonetization. I have to deal with deplatforming. I have to deal with haters. I have to deal with some bullshit. I have to deal with the fact that I'm not earning what I think I should earn. And I still keep plugging away. Because of the discipline. I still wake up at 5 in the morning. And I don't have to. I could take the job off. I could take the job off. I could take the day off. But that doesn't help me. Because tomorrow I got to do it. I got to do something. But I'm not entitled to. I'm not entitled to. um, I'm not entitled to the idea. That I don't have to work. I don't have to do something. But the discipline is going to separate it, right? Avoiding mistakes is going to make you compound the possibility of you digging yourself out of the hole. Let me give you an example of the discipline. Not drinking and smoking the straight west coasting. Not having sex with people who you don't need to have sex with. Not trying to get your body count up just to get it up. Not trying to smoke weed when you know the new weed is out here poisoning you and sedating you. Going to bed at a right time. Not listening to women say, you need to be more spontaneous. Not throwing away $500 when you need to make 1000 tomorrow. Right? Just to please some woman. This discipline is going to take you to the next level. But I notice it's the five-figure people that have the lack of discipline. Overweight. Depressed. All right? No routine.
3: Nothing. See, discipline encourages you to have a routine. Be boring. Boring. Boring, that's what it is, okay? Boring is what wins.
0: But As a matter of fact, I have this woman here going to break it down for you. Watch this. Listen to this. Y'all didn't just think you're entitled to an exciting life. It's not the case. Listen to this lady talking about investments and stuff. Uh, where's the video? Do some- All right, find a job that is easy and boring and, of course, well-paid. YouTube. It's, it's repetitive. It requires constant content and so forth. But what people will say is, well, you make a YouTube money as if it ain't no damn money. If it as if it didn't take discipline to do it as if it didn't take an investment. Let's listen to what she has to say. She dropped some jewels here.
7: Something that you're good at. Do something that you're good at. Have rich people tell poor people to turn their passion into their paycheck. Meanwhile, they own oil rigs, parking garages, and apartment buildings.
0: All right. So that's the part I wanted to talk about. She goes even further and deep. But when people want to find out how wealthy people, non-fi, non-five-figure people are making money, okay, you'll be shocked at how boring their money is. You would be shocked at how unexciting their jobs are. You're going to be, and it's not even their job, it's their side money. It's where they take their life insurance money, it's where they take their money, their inheritance, and they buy a parking lot next to a basketball arena. (laughs) Right? And that's not even their primary income. But people think, ah, this should be exciting. This should be up and, no. It could be very boring. They buy an ice machine in front of the 7-Eleven. They buy an ATM and throw it in the damn uh, come and go. Laundromats and shit like this. Not no passionate shit, right? So when you think about the investment stage, you're often going to invest in projects like that. That could be where the gold is. Not doing this and plugging away, and I should be happy at the job I'm in, right? Because eventually you, that's going to subside and it's going to be very much, uh, it's going to, that's going to subside that passion. That passion is gonna subside. My uncle used to say, My uncle used to say this. He used to say, um, Even if you like your job, it's gonna become a job. All right. Just because you like it doesn't mean you're always gonna like it. And this is true of people, even that, you know, lawyers. I heard the lead attorney testify to this the other day. And he said, Even lawyers get tired of being a lawyer, but they're in it. That's their job, that's their skill. And they got to keep doing it. So after five years, they start making their money. They get the partner. And now they got to be a lawyer for the rest of their life. And they don't like it.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> it was a passion until it wasn't. Even if, even though I enjoy this, this is work. It's more work than enjoyment for me. All right? And it, that's, what, that's just how it is. I'm at the five-year point. It's work. I appreciate it. I'm happy I'm able to do it. But it's not like I'm here like, oh, wow. That, that's all gone. And that's normal. It's normal. Now it becomes something that you could do. And actually, uh, the, the excitement for me, as you guys notice, is the other channels. I get to grow that and try new things. So I try new things. That's, that's where the excitement is for me. The excitement is that. Right? You see me. Some people watch my video game channel. And they're like, why are you doing this? But I take those skills and excitement. I'm like, maybe I can grow that over there. Maybe I can do that. And I do that just to keep it. Keep it. Keep it active. If I just keep coming on here saying the same thing, right? After a while, it's going to become a job. So you need to try to expand. All right. Um, let's go to the next one here. So did I give you discipline? I did. Yep. The creativity of opening new channels. Why you know why he got 10 channels? He grifting. No, I'm trying to expand my creativity. I'm trying to expand my horizons. Some channels I do vlogs. I notice they don't get popular over here. So I do it over there. I don't bother you with it. Some channels I do voiceovers. Some channels I do documentaries. Some channels I do I'm standing up. I'm standing up. Have you noticed that? I sit down over here, but on the Ask Coach Greg Adams, I stand up. So it's it's a different, it's a different form of energy, a different form of creativity. It's not the same channel, 10 same channels. They're different channels. And they're different. Types of production, which challenges me and I go now, but what happens is I keep doing it for years,
3: then that might open another door. It's crazy, right? So I know these are little things, but little things are what matter. Let me give, let me give you this one. So we got discipline. The next one is consistency. Okay. Consistency. Um, the consistency is the fundamentals, all right, the fundamentals. So people will say, and, I, and, and, and
0: young people, I want you to know, I grew up before YouTube, so I spent like 13, 14, 15 years before there was a YouTube as an adult. And a lot of people will come here as young people and say, oh, coach, um, I heard you say this. You must have learned this from YouTube. Now, you're an idiot because what you have done is you've lived your entire adult life with YouTube being your teacher. However, a person my age, we learned shit well before there was a YouTube. There was no YouTube for us. When I became 18, there was no YouTube. So you have to understand, I lived a decade and a half learning shit before there was a YouTube, and you have to understand that, that, that I don't just learn from YouTube like you do, <laughs> right? You learn from YouTube. Me, I actually live life as an adult, a fully functioning adult, a successful adult, without having to get information from YouTube. So everything I learned is not just from YouTube. Just so you heard it from another person doesn't mean that's where I learned it from. You learned it from that. right. I learned from life. And then I'm bringing that to you. That's why I can separate myself from the other people here. That's why I do it better. That's why they can't keep up because I've learned from life. I had to hit my head, the school of hard knocks. I didn't just learn from YouTube and come out here and repeat the shit, (laughs) right? I had to read books, learn, knock myself down, fall down, scrape my knee, and now I know. You see the difference? That's why I need you to go out there and learn from life, not from just YouTubers. All right, but here's the thing. The consistency is in the fundamentals. You find fundamentals, and you stay with the fundamentals. Unfortunately, because YouTube... YouTube, when you're creating content, it requires you to keep coming up with new ideas and concepts.
3: This is one of the problems with young people today is that I can say the same thing over and over again and you'll get bored.
0: The problem is because YouTubers or where you learn, we constantly have to come up with new content that's exciting. You'll get bored for me saying the same thing. And people will even accuse me of saying the same thing. However, consistency requires you stick with fundamentals. I could come on here and say the same thing. And if you apply it the same thing consistently, you're gonna win as opposed to me keep moving the goalposts and coming up with new shit. Coming up with new shit or new ways to say new shit ain't gonna help you. Because what you'll eventually have what will eventually happen is you'll be more confused. But what you need to do is come back to the fundamentals. What are the five things I need to do? Stick to that shit and repeat it every single day. Boring, repetitive. Is it exciting? No, but it w- wasn't mean to be exciting. Stay consistent, repetitive, and stay with the fundamentals. That's where the win's going to be. And that's the five-figure problems. You always look at Look, how many motivational speakers have you heard? How many YouTubers have you heard? And you still stuck on five figures. Why? Because you can't stay with one. You can't stay with three guys. You won't invest in yourself. And you always looking for a new answer. And all they're doing is saying the same thing a different way. Now you got, yep, paralysis by analysis. Well, coach, I heard you say that. Give me some new blue chips. Give me some more blue chips. You keep saying that. Well, the fundamentals are where they are. If you ever played sports, played an instrument, if you ever had a blue collar job, you realize you're only doing the fundamentals. You're doing repetitive shit over and over again. You played a trumpet guitar, you're doing the same thing. In fact, you got to warm up with your fundamentals. You ever played basketball? The minute your team starts to underperform, the best thing you can do is bring them back to the fundamentals. Okay, all right, I see y'all turning over the ball. I see you throwing bad passes. I see you traveling. I see you can't make a layup. You're not losing because uh, you're not losing because your X and O's are effed up. You're losing because your team lost focus on the fundamentals. What gets people to quit things is they don't want to do the fundamentals long enough and repetitive enough and consistent enough to improve it. You do, guys want to do YouTube, you do it for three damn weeks and you give up. And I did YouTube 90 straight days and got 10,000 subs. And I said, this is it. But it required me to use fundamentals and tools that I already had to be able to be successful at it. But you just want to jump on YouTube with no tools, no effectiveness, no nothing, and then think you're going to be successful at it. No, you're not. Discipline, consistency. When somebody wants you to smoke dope and you normally don't smoke dope and you start smoking dope, guess what? Bye-bye. No fundamentals. <laughs> Bye-bye. You think fundamentals are boring. And women, are, for the most part, you know, one of their things are they lack fundamentals. They lack discipline. That's a characteristic of almost all of them. And they're privy to be distracted. They get distracted and they want to say they can multitask, but they don't multitask at all. They just start projects that they don't finish. Well, I got all these projects going and none of them finished. (laughs) Right. So just because you can have multiple projects open and then jump over here doesn't mean you actually accomplish anything. As you can tell, financially and fiscally and budget-wise, they ain't accomplishing shit out here, all right? So that's because they distracted. (laughs) All right, so anyway, that ain't multitasking. That's called distraction, all right? So you can't be distracted. You guys got to find out what you're good at, stick to that shit. What you're bad at, get rid of. Whether it's people, women, kids, whatever it is, house, investing, whatever it is, dope, beer, partying, Lifestyle, bad family members, crackheads. If you're bad at that, get rid of them. You can't handle them. Okay? Focus in. Put your head down. Focus on one goddamn thing and do that shit over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. That's going to get you to compound. See, the compound, you guys think a compound interest, the eighth wonder of the world, as investment. But you don't think of it in your daily life. You don't think of it in the people you deal with. You don't think of it in your whole entire lifestyle, okay? Compounding means that not only do I put money to get use and over time, 10, 12 years, the interest spikes. Compounding also refers to the people that you're with, your relationships, how you parent, your, social, your socializing, your family, your extended family. If you have bullshit people you compound with daily, you interact with these people
3: daily, Guess what? Over time, that shit going to be a net loss. As opposed to the person that got rid of the
0: bullshit, the dead weight, the scavengers, the parasites, the leeches, the cockroaches, those people are going to compound over time positively. It might not be tomorrow, but 5, 10, 15 years down the line, you're going to figure out real fast. Okay, I left the black community, got rid of straggles. Guess where my life is going? Pew! 10 years later, look at where I'm at. Well, why are you there? You don't like the sisters? Yep. Compound-wise, I stopped dealing with straggle-daggles. All right. That has been a positive, net positive in my life. Then I got rid of the fat women. I started getting rid of people left and right. I was like, these people ain't gonna get me nowhere. These people are trying to mess up my fundamentals. So oh, you don't need to work today all. Oh, Merk isn't everything. Money isn't everything. Take time to smell the roses. You're smelling the roses and you live with your parents and your. Uh, kids by two baby daddies <laughs> like wait a minute you need to go get the work all right that's what you need to do You're trying to tell me to slow down and you need to catch up all right so let me
3: get to the last point let me get to the last point yeah every day you smoke dope every day you take a drink every day you uh
0: fornicate with somebody that you could have saved that nut every day you do that you compound net loss well it don't matter sean Sean, it ain't no big of a deal. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Keep telling yourself that, (laughs) right? And then the other person is just skyrocketing after 10
3: years. You think that's an accident? You think that's an accident? It ain't an accident. That shit is on purpose.
0: (laughs) That shit is definitely a net loss versus a net gain. And
3: it had a direct impact compounding. Last one. Because I'm getting tired here. Agency. Discipline, consistency, agency. Own your shit. Own your shit. Take responsibility for your shit. Mistakes and all. Mistakes and all. What that means is, there ain't no more excuses. There ain't. There ain't no more excuses, ninjas. For some reason, we love history.
0: But we don't learn from history. We got a lot of people with hindsight, 2020 vision. And we can go back and talk about all the bad things done to ancestors, all the bad things done to women, all the bad things done to black men and men in general, all the bad. We love to talk about that shit as if that shit going to matter tomorrow. And plus, I can use it as reference material. But I also know I have to make adjustments to my life so that these things don't happen again. And that the solution is not the people That did us bad. It's not within them. It is within me. Thus, if I seek the solution from the very people who did me wrong, I'm actually leading myself astray and confusing myself. I'm bamboozling myself. Thus, they cannot correct my problems. They caused the problem, but they are not the correction. The correction is within me, and I must have agency. I must
3: own my shit. I fucked up. (laughs) I fucked up. It's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Even for my children. This is what I tell them. Hey, man, y'all gonna mess up.
0: And plus, having a dad like me is tough. You know what I mean? It's tough. Because, you know, I'm a tough guy, first of all. And you have to follow this act. Don't try to follow me. I'm one of very few. Not many people can be me. So you certainly aren't going to be me. All right, listen. You certainly aren't going to be me, so don't try to be me. There's people that see me on a daily basis, and they try to be me, and they can't keep up. All right, because I got too much discipline, and I know to eliminate distractions. Not a lot of people have that discipline. However, I also tell them this. I tell my daughter, if you ever become a single mother, it would be the worst mistake in your life. It's hardcore. I also tell them, messing up is okay.
3: Sometimes I can fix messes up. I can fix mess ups. Don't be afraid to mess up. Messing up is how you learn.
0: Messing up builds character, right? And it teaches you how to recover from your mess up. But the one thing I cannot do is fix fuck-ups. Okay?
3: That's the one thing I cannot do. I cannot fix fuck-ups. So if you fuck up in life, I can't help you. I cannot help when you fuck up. So what I do is try to prevent you from doing so.
0: But messing up is encouraged, right? But you can't get out here fucking up. And the problem is a lot of you guys fuck up your lives and then you want everybody else to fix it. You have no agency. You blaming everybody.
3: You blaming everybody. Every day you fuck up out here. And you do nothing but wake up and fuck up. That's what you do. And then you want people to fix it. And it ain't going to (laughs) happen. You got five-figure problems out here.
0: I'm not going to fix and wipe everybody's ass out here. But if you make mistakes, we can talk about it. But what you ain't going to do is fuck up my money and fuck up my life because you nothing but a fuck up. That's what you ain't going to do. And you better take agency on your fuck ups because we all do it. But we all know not to keep doing it every day. That's part of being a human being. Don't do it every day. You wake up every day and you ain't got nothing but it. And your mama ain't got nothing but it. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time to miss every time, mess, wipe your ass every time you take a shit. (laughs) So that's what I'm telling you. That's the reason why you are where you are. And don't think you're going to bring that and become six figures. Don't think you're going to do that. And if you thought, you done thought wrong. (laughs) You thought real wrong that you was going to get six figures and wake up every day for the last 10 years and screw your life up. And you let other people do it too.
3: (laughs) But you thought I was going to be nice to you. Here's the thing. I
0: decided not to go to the club for five, 10 years. I decided not to smoke weed. I decided not to take drinks. I decided to go work out. I decided to not spend money frivolously. Now, 10 years later, look at me. 10 years later, look at you, and you want to tell me there's something wrong with me for being where I am. It ain't luck. It was discipline, consistency, and agency that got me here. You, on the other hand, Take a look at yourself, right? Anyway, take a look at what you've done over the last 10 years, and you compounded every time you went to the club, every time you bought drinks, every time you smoked weed, every time you did all of that bullshit. It ain't no damn surprise where you are versus where these other people are. It ain't no surprise. But you out here surprised. (laughs) Mm. Please. It's annoying beneath me, right? Anyway, don't be surprised at the results you got by the work you didn't put in. Hard work beat talent when talent don't work hard. And that's how it is, and you can ask Giz. And it ain't got nothing to do with the way you look, your gender,
3: your height, your size, the color of your skin. It don't have nothing to do with it. That's part of an agency. It's part of agency. Anyway. (laughs) Take accountability for the decisions you made,
0: correct them, and then maybe positively in 10 years you can make a change, but it ain't going to happen overnight. It ain't going to happen overnight. All the excuses. Insurance, life insurance is a scam. These are all excuses. These are all excuses for doing the fundamentals. You refuse to do the, fun- hey, check this out. You, re- you refuse to do the fundamentals, you want another solution, and then you try it, you mess up, you back down five years, now you want to return to the fundamentals, but you don't want to dedicate
3: yourself to it. You don't want to do it consistently. Well, I did it for two weeks, so what? I did it for five years. I did it for 10 years. And I barely start seeing results In year eight. But that's how it is. That's how it is. Anyway, by the way, I don't have
0: empathy or sympathy. If you think it's ever gonna come, I don't have it. And I'm never gonna get it. Just so you know. (laughs) Right? Don't ever think I'm gonna stop for any
3: amount of time and sympathize or empathize with anybody out here. (laughs) It ain't happening. I do see
0: super chats. For some reason, they're not, um, they're not out here because we all have our shit. And I got enough shit to deal with, and I can't deal with your shit. That's just how it is. I'm just letting you know. I do have some super chats. For some reason, they're not showing up on this screen here. All right, so let me do this. I'm going to do all the super chats. I got enough shit to deal with on my own. I got people want me to be on their shows and shit like that. Man, I don't have time. I, I got too much shit going on. It's a constant. It's,
3: it's a constant to deal with. And I, you know, listen. It's like, look, I'm going forward. Ninja, catch up to me. Why don't somebody catch up to me? I'm going forward with this shit. I have done the
0: same old, same old. I don't want to talk to no skeezers on stage. I don't. That does not seem an effective way for me to put my time in. I got 10 other channels that need content.
3: <laughs> All right. Talking to some skeezers ain't going to do nothing for my content. All right, I'm not going there.
0: All right, where are we doing here? I, I got to get these super chats up. For some reason, I'm not seeing them on my screen. But let me know if I miss it. Let me know if I miss it. Henry Rosario says, the day my daughter turns on me is the same day. She says, um, wait, did you make a mistake there? It's the same. Oh, I see what you did there. The day my daughter turns on me is the same day she will become dead to me. If she chooses the path of the parasite, I will be hurt, but we'll move on. Uh, guys, you guys, um, children are incredible. They're lovable liabilities, but you can't control them. If, in fact, they become old enough to be able to make their own decisions, and yes, it's not 18. 18 is not the day legally they can make their own decisions, but they make their decisions prior to that. If, in fact, that's their decision, you got to support it. <laughs> Listen. Support them at all costs. John Angelo says weed shops used to make you sign a waiver. It said chemicals known to cause cancer. All natural, homegrown. Now he says, Haha. ha!" I was in the industry for ten years. Um, you guys gotta watch out for these things, man. But normies don't know. Uh, where we got here? Sweaty boy. He says the ninja one for the jar. Thank you for the ninja jar. John Ellison said, "Yo." I'm behind right now, but you got to clip that part where the girl says she's in jail. As long as people buy, I'm going to sell this cat. All right. Jeff, the producer, says, fast coach. I lost a lot, but my few wins literally set me free for life. Great blue chip mindset stream, free agent lifestyle for life. And as you can see, this is why yeah, moving forward is not going to be this. Uh, it's not going to be part of the show, not part of the free, not a part of this channel. All right. Um, DB says, speaking of life insurance, a few years ago, I found out my mom had a life insurance policy on me. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus Christ! All right, man, my man, man, my brother was out here like
2: all oh, the humanity. <laughs> all
0: right, uh, lucky you're still here. Shout out to infamous NYC. Do you love Nike? He says, do you love Nike but not own the stock? Do you use Verizon but not own the stock? He says, do you shop at Costco or Kroger but not own the stock? It took me three years of investing to get my dividend income to four figures monthly. Damn, stay focused. Yo, and we got some people preaching on this, um, on the money mindset. We got some smart, in tune people. Some people are like, I don't. Dude, I always tell you, how many Nikes do you earn versus the stock? What's more expensive? What's more expensive, the Nike stock or the shoe? Anybody answer that one. John Stewart says, hey, coach, heard about you from the Black Ram 313. Appreciate all you do, brother. Kate Ninja Watch, not support, no more free agent lifestyle to the casket drop. Shout out to the legendary Black Ram, Black Ram 313. All right, shout out to you. Alex Tyson says, Belichick, Popovich, and Saban are three of the best coaches ever and they're all boring and preach the basics, no flash. Facts. All right, some of them are, and of course, there's always an exception to the rule, but if you look at sports championships, much of the coaches were simply one-dimensional and boring. Most of them. There are exceptions to the rule. All right, um, even the Bulls and the Lakers, they all had a boring, methodical offense, and they stuck to it. It's one of my favorite offenses of all time. The triangle offense, and I'm not just saying it because it was popular. If you have the if you have the uh, athletes, you can win with it. All right, um, but um, uh, the triangle offense is very rigid. It's boring and repetitive. And Phil Jackson would always catch Kobe, especially when Kobe was young. He would pull him over and say, "Run the triangle." He became a great player, not just because of the triangle, but because he knew where the shots were going to come from. And a lot of people don't understand that about sports. If you know, if you a lot of people don't know anything about offense and defense X's and O's, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant played the same position. All right. And the position they played is basically, we call the pinch post. All right. So pinch post, um, he, they use the pinch post effectively. And that's a position on the floor. Pinch post is normally paid by your Dennis Rodman, your Luke Longley, your, your uh, uh, what's the guy named, Paul Gasol, uh, one of these people. You put your best center down below in the triangle, and you use one of your swingmen um, at the pinch post. All right, and Kobe played off the pinch post, which means that every time he passed it to that person at the elbow on the opposite side of the triangle, he would make a certain cut. That cut led to certain shots. Those shots, he took like 70% of his career. 70% came off of that pinch post. If you look at it and you're just a fan, you will never know it. But but the reason why these players can be great is because they can practice the shots not around the entire floor. They practice the shots where the offense is going to give them the shots. So they take the shots right from that same position. Boop, boop, boop. 78% – look at their shot chart. 70 80% of the shots came from there. They didn't practice shots all over the floor. They practiced them where they were going to get them from the offense. That's why the offense was a big
3: deal. That's why it was a big deal. And then so they can say, I'm going to be good at these shots. (laughs) You see what I mean?
0: It's life. It's a secret of life. I'm giving you guys secrets. So now instead of me being good at everything, I'm going to just be good at this. I'm going to be just be good at this. This is working. Let's be good at that. And then I'm going to practice that every day. All right. But, you know, listen, we getting a little too deep. Tariq Ali paying my fees for today's blue chip mindset. Thank you, coach. Thank you, sir. Oh, my goodness. I got to catch up to everybody. I'm going to catch up to everybody. Trust me. Lunar, Lunar Glider says, putting down my donation in the collection plate. Coach, he says, show is hot as fire grease today. Thank you. Indeed. Catfish says, this game ain't free. The game of life ain't getting It's not free no more, man. All right. Cypher in the building. Thank you, sir. Doomsday Hustle says, can I clip that rant? He says, shout out from Tate's The Real World out here to the coach gang. We up, and that's the sponsorship. Shout out to those brothers over there. I'm All right, Thriller says, today's show was deep. I hate to admit that you are right in most cases about abandoning people who turn on you, regardless of relation. I mean, um, that's a fundamental that I follow. Uh, also, though, I warn people of that. So it's not like I do it and abandon them. I let them know, hey, man, the bread is buttered over here. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Uh, listen. Um, I don't give second chances. I these are things that people make you do, and this is why you have five figure problems. I, for one, I live in I live by the sword and die by the sword. All right. What I don't do is complicate things, and I don't th- lead things to chance. So thus, I really take control and say, okay, this is my philosophy. I wrote a book, my philosophy. Yes, I'm a. So my philosophy is I don't give second chances. Now, some people will say. It's okay to get second chances. Okay, stay poor then. Mm. Stay getting backstabbed. All right, stay getting used then. I mean, for me, I think overall, it's not worth it. In case by case, it can be worth it. However, I can't live in a gray area. I can't live in gray areas. <laughs> All right? And if I gray area everything and give, well, well. Uh, so I got to take a hard line to keep things simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Keep it simple, sailor. Kiss. So I boil down things to simplicity and say, I'll live and die by it. Okay, sometimes I'll lose, but most times I'll win. It's not that I'm just a mean guy. It's just that I find that keeping things simple makes my life easier. I can sleep better. (laughs) It might not be the moral thing to do. It might not be the nice thing to do to let people walk all over you and then come back and give them a second chance to do it. But I simply say, listen, I'm going to give you one time to get uh, behind this wall of trust, this circle of influence. Use me. I'm talented. I'm gifted. Use me. Your bread is buttered over here. Use me. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Now, if you bite
3: that hand, it's a wrap for you. If you bite that hand, if you strike at me, if, you bite,
0: if you're my dog and I feed you and you bite my hand, it's a wrap. Well, you can't. No, 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 no. The dog bit me. <laughs> it bit the hand. It's got to learn the hard way. Listen, okay, you're, it looks like you're going to the shelter. I'm not going to be like, well, let, let me give him a next chance, and then I wake up in blood. No, 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 listen. I got to take hard lines. Lines need to be drawn. Yeah. All right, I know, but a lot of people, a lot of, pe- a lot of the worst five-figure people in the world are people who cannot make a decision. Ladies, this is you. Ladies, this is women. They cannot make a decision. Not only is not making a decision necessary, some people can't make decisions timely. Listen to me. This is all shit that you're going to blame on other shit. Well, short me a Listen, most people can't make decisions. They suck at making decisions. And even worse, they can't even make decisions in a timely manner. That's how losers live their lives. They're sitting there thinking, thinking, thinking. thinking. Not a moment's gone. Now you got the result. Mm. And you still ain't made a decision. Me, on the other hand, I make decisions fast and swift so I can keep moving on. So it just doesn't keep hampering me. I lose sleep over this shit. All right, my decision is made. Not only is it made, it's based on my fundamentals. It's based on what I warned you about. It's based on my philosophy. I actually have it preset. All right, you chose that. Well, this is what it is. Bam, and I drop the hammer and I keep it moving. <laughs> A lot of people can't deal with that. And this isn't a positive trait or a negative trait. I just don't hesitate. I just say, "Where's the scissors?" Like, let me get the goddamn. Okay, I gave you a chance, didn't I? Okay, I warned you too. All right, snip. <laughs> now I go. I go back to sleep. <laughs> now they might say, "Well, I didn't need the shit anyway." But guess what? Eventually, they'll need me before I need them,
3: and that goes for anybody. This is just who I am. They'll certainly need me before I need them. A lot of people ain't on this level, though. And you'll never get there. You will never get there. All right, because you're a follower.
0: You are not a leader. (laughs) All right, here we go. And will I take some L's? In the interim, yes, but long-term, no. This will be best decision I will ever make. All right. All right, uh, shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, Coach, I'm not Red no more. He says, shout out to the Train Yang gang. All right, we're almost done.
2: Train Yang.
0: All right, anyway. All right, what do we hear? We got the, uh, did I get Glenn Beck? I did. Let me make sure I refresh because I want to get everybody before we go. All right, we did. Let's go uh, Cash App, PayPal. I might do that long PayPal tonight. Uh, what we got here? Mr. Banks says, listening while at work, thanks for the wisdom. Indeed. Some of you guys will stay at jobs for 15 years going absolutely nowhere, getting promoted over, and you can't make the decision to bounce when you got screwed over in year three. This is unbelievable shit to me. To me, I don't get it. (laughs) You stay there plugging away. I don't know why they don't respect me. Man, please. Mm -hmm. Cut their ass, man. Like what? But you can't do it because you're in a need position. I know. I got a lot to say. All right, Mr. Mr. I can't pronounce it. Mr. H.A. says, the more I understand them, the less I love them. You, you got two choices. All right. This person says, don't feel bad about the blue chips. They help me also. I own a boring business, six-figure selling soap. <laughs> Again, so simple. So simple. Think about how simple selling soap is, but you're like, nah. That can't be it. Um, Yes, that can be it. Selling soap. Could be it. (laughs) Like, it ain't that hard, ninjas. Selling fucking soap can be the difference between you eating and you riding the Lamborghini Porsche, living better, living good. Nope. It ain't, dude, it's not rocket science. Well, that's not a real job. (laughs) But it makes real money. It makes real money. All right, look, it don't have to be a real job. It just got to make real currency. Shout out to Cortez says, coach, coach in the building. All right, what do we got here? We got our man. This is Monzio says, appreciate the info today.
3: Thank you, sir. All right, what do we got here? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people got going on here. What we got here? Let's go PayPal.
0: A lot of people over here, and then we'll end the show four hours. Yeah, man, this shit can't be free no more. <laughs> this can't be not. This can be not. All right, where we got here? The Jimmy TT, the Jimmy Z T T. You need to speak more on Brittany and Charleston, uh, because red pill normies do exist. Shout out to the Coach Gang and the Blue Chip Mindset, indeed. Uh, But uh, did you guys know? I just wanted you to know as a, a a reason as to show you the difference between Monday stream, Tuesday stream, and Wednesday stream. Stark difference, wasn't it? stark difference. And uh, I, I got to do what's best for me. Got to do what's best for me. All right. But we'll invite the people that continue want to continue with this message. We'll invite you over there. All right. But it can no longer be a part over here. All right. Um, shout out to a spon- co-sponsor. I'm this is uh Rodney says, uh, like Biden said, paying my fair share. Shout out to you. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. All right, and uh, we got one more, Whew. and I got to eat. I've been intermittent fasting, so um, it definitely affects my energy during the stream. Luther says, thank you, sir. Great stream. Shout out to you. Thank you very much, man, for all of this support, and I believe. Let me know the Super Chats had a problem loading up on my screen so let me know if I missed it. The last one I could see was Henry, resilient, all right? And so if there was one before Henry's, okay, I did get them popped up here. So walk the plank. Okay, I, I got some. I got them up here. I got them up. So I'm going back. Uh, let's see here. TJ Ship says, a little something for the F that B fund. Cali West Miami, I enjoy sniggling at simps and women. Like the next man, but Blue Chip Mindset Wednesdays are my favorite. I'm still broke, but not as broke as I was before. Money karma is real. Shout out to CGA and the Free Agent Lifestyle. All right, Carrot Juice Podcast people demand freedom of speech to make up the freedom of thought, which they avoid. That's Socrates. The Blue Chip Mindset is appreciated, and I find the most value uh, when you share the life lessons from successful people. Thank you. Stride and Herman, Coach, I loaded a video on Locals About. The concept of how many people can't go beyond a certain line of mentality. It was the enter the dragon clip with John Saxon. I will check it out. TJ ship a four level fusion. He says the hell is she a oh a dragon ball character. Okay. Daniel McGee married and non separated. And I look back on it. What was really the point? I enjoyed the piece quiet and freedom to do what I want when I want been making six figures for 10 years. It is true. What you say, she did me a favor and I'm only 38. She let you off the hook. In fact, most men don't want to get married. In my opinion, you were forced into marriage more likely than not. You wanted a wife. You wanted a wife just like women want a wedding and not to be uh, a wife. You wanted a wife. You necessarily did not want the marriage. All right? You wanted a woman that played the wife. That's what you wanted. Right? But did you get that? Henry Brazilian, your story in Bootsy scared the hell out of me. Indeed. Oh, and it comes, it comes, guys. Walk the plank. Joining the money mindset. Going to binge. Watch. During the hurricane in Florida, I make 80K a year, and it doesn't feel like enough. On top of being a father paying child support, without the system, with 50-50, which I see is as aftercare. And sometimes, guys... Uh, We don't tell you not to pay child support. We tell you that hopefully your co-parent is coming to you, not trying to penalize you or punish you with child support. And uh, if you're paying child support out of need or you want to give out of the kindness of your heart and she's not entitled to it, by all means, give her whatever you need to do to keep her from turning into a psycho, all right? But at the same time, some women use child support as a means to get back, right? As a means to gather information and dig, as a means to use your kids against you, right? These things are evil uses of the child support system. Evil. Absolutely evil. Um, Anyway. Did I get a shout-out to the Doomsday? All right. Thriller says, today's show was deep. I hate to admit that you're right. I got that. Henry Resilient says, put the BCMs on the Notorious channel behind a membership wall. Coming soon. (laughs) All right. Coming soon. Uh, Much of it is going to be more short-form content. All right, but anyway, we'll be back to the ignorant shit later. Twin B says, appreciate, always appreciate the Blue Chip Mindset stream. Focused, focused on my computer side fundamentals. Now, as a developer, maybe later, but just donating for the value that you bring. Appreciate it. And also, I do notice that a lot of people contribute more when we're doing this because it does matter to men. All right, so the views might be low. We do get a lot more people contribute to the Baby Mama terrorists Fund and all of that stuff, so I do see that, and I appreciate it. So that means that's the conclusion of today's stream. Hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to the Coach Gang. We'll be back today. Peace.